now identifies as non-binary. The announcement was made overnight. Melissa, good morning. Non-binary people do not identify as male or female. That is correct. Good morning, Robin. The 28-year-old singer wrote, I'm happy and proud in this moment. I want to take this moment to share something very personal with you. Over the past year and a half, I've been doing some healing and self-reflective work. And through this work, I've had the revelation that I identify as non-binary. With that said, I'll officially be changing my pronouns to they, them. I feel that this best represents the fluidity I feel in my gender expression and allows me to feel most authentic and true to the person I both know I am and still am discovering. As mentioned, the pop star's pronouns are no longer she and her, but they and them. Demi Lovato announced in March that they identify as pansexual. Throughout the singer's career, they have been an outspoken supporter of LGBTQ rights. Lovato and Nick Jonas canceled tour dates in Raleigh and Charlotte in 2016 after an anti-LGBTQ bill was passed in North Carolina. And then in 2017, Lovato wrote a letter to the LGBTQ plus community for Billboard magazine. So this morning, fans are weighing in on this news on social media. So far, reaction appears to be mixed. Oscar tweeted that Demi's honesty will help so many people live their authentic truths and wrote the singer is a, quote, fantastic musician and says he always appreciated honesty but feels this is going a step too far. And Malcolm is not a fan. He says, quote, in the good old days, singers used to discover God as their career took a downturn. Now they discover pronouns. In Welcome to Might As Well. Bitch, buckle up. This is not NPR. So without further ado, the great Maui Ma. I feel saved. Legit, I feel saved. Because, bruv, they have officially risen. The second coming is happening right now. Legit. They're back, bruh. Yo, guess who's back? They are back. So please, do us all a favor. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. That they are back. And brav, listen. Our Lord and Savior is legion. Our Lord and Savior is legion. Don't address our Lord and Savior as her. Okay? Or he. No! Our Lord and Savior is legion. Our Lord and Savior is not a she. Okay? Our Lord and Savior is not a he. Nope. Our Lord and Savior is legion. They are back. They are back, bruh. After years of crushing cocaine. Years of crushing drug after drug. Years of fucking ODs. Years of near-death experience after near-death experience. They have risen. And listen, bruv, I feel saved. The Messiah is back. <laughs> Fuck. Shit. The Messiah is here. And, bruv, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing, bruv, as you've heard already. 
Demi Lovato is no longer a girl, nor is she a guy. No, she ain't a boy. <laughs> no, if I were a boy, even just for a day, fuck that. Demi Lovato is Legion. She's all of us. Oh, no, they are all of us. Demi Lovato is all of us. Okay? Demi Lovato is a boy slash a man. She's a girl slash a woman. She's everything. She's everything all rolled in one. She's like Hove. Right? Hove said he feels like Michael, Magic, and Bird all rolled in one. <laughs> yeah, all rolled in one. All rolled in one. And Demi Lovato was like, hey, yo, ho, <laughs> I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. Okay? But I got the greatest all rolled in one of all time. Listen, bro. Listen. <laughs> I fucking agree with Demi Lovato. I stand with Demi Lovato, bro. J. Sweet Demi. Bruh, I feel saved. I feel saved. Listen, bruv, look around you. Look around you, bruv. We all need saving. The world is fucked. The world is languishing. Okay? Israel is out there bombing Gaza at a thousand miles per hour. Legit. The world is a fucking disaster. The world is a fucking mess. We are fucked. We need some divine intervention. And listen, bruv. Listen, we are getting some Lovato intervention. Some Lovato intervention, brah. Look around you. The world is full to the fucking brim with nothing but hate. Fam, where's the love? Where's the fucking love? Fergie took it all, right? Fergie took it all. And she left the POCs languishing. Legit. She left. Those fucking black-eyed people of color languishing. I mean, bruv, Will I Am went flat out crazy, right? He's out here making headphones, speakers, sneakers with speakers. It's a fucking mess. It's a mess. Legit. Ain't nobody buying that shit, right? He went to China. Right? Everybody goes to China. He went to China and he just said, yo, listen. Hey, yo, yo, if it has a chip, I'll pay you a grip for it. Give me whatever. If it has a chip, listen, I'll pay you a grip. I'll pay you a grip. Give me whatever. Video games. T-shirts that can play video games. Right? And video games about T-shirts. The fuck? Dude, yo, dude, he's gone flat out crazy. Will I Am has lost his fucking mind. Legit. His house is filled to the fucking brim with useless technology. Ain't nobody checking for that. Will I Am? And listen, bruv, I support black businesses, but come on, Willie. 
Come on, Billy boy. Do better. Do better. But I fucking digress, bro. I fucking digress. Okay? Fucking digress. Fuck. Where's the love? Where's the love? <laughs> I know exactly where the love be at. Okay? Demi has the love. They have the love. Why? Because Demi Lovato's surname <laughs> embodies the first three letters. Right? The first three letters of the word love. So, bruv, yo, Lovato equates to love. Lovato is love. Love is Lovato. I believe. Osquito, I believe. I fucking believe, bro. Listen, listen. If a man like me can believe in Osquito, God damn it, we all can believe in Lovato. Legit, bro. If I can believe in Osquito for all of these fucking years, trust, trust. We all have the ability to believe. And listen, bruv, listen, let's all unite and believe in Lovato. Lovato is love and love is Lovato. Legit, bruv. Fam, yo, listen, I fucking believe, bruh, bruh. <laughs> listen, listen. The Generation Z Testament of the Bible is going to be fire. Okay? The Generation Z Testament of the Bible, bruv, it's going to fucking do the nay-nay on the boomers. It's going to do the fucking nay-nay on the Millennial Testament of the Bible. That's just going to be heat. Legit. Fuck the Old Testament. Fuck the New Testament. Fuck the New, New, New Testament of the Bible, bruh. The Gen Z Testament is going to be incredible. Why? <laughs> I got you. Here's why. Right? The fucking Holy Ghost is going to be a lesbian broad. Legit, the Holy Ghost is going to be lesbian. Amen. 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 The Holy Ghost is going to be out here moving like Yang M.A. It is what it is, right? The Holy Ghost is going to be moving around with a big-ass dildo in hand. And, bruv, the Holy Ghost is going to call that dildo its dick. Legit. The Holy Ghost is going to be out here cat-calling bitches, going, Hey, baby, don't you want to rob my piece? Don't you want to rob my cock? Don't you want to rob my dick? <laughs> don't you want to rob my bird? I'm the Holy Ghost, bitch. Bruh. The Holy Ghost is going to be out here scissoring <laughs> with our fucking sisters, our wives. Bruh, yo, yo, keep your head on a fucking swivel. Legit. Once that fucking Generation Z Testament of the Bible hits, bruh, oh, hell is going to break loose. All oh, the fucking irony. All oh, the fucking irony. Bruh, yo, buckle up. Buckle up. Fam, yo, imagine walking into your fucking crib, right, and finding your wife or girlfriend scissoring, right, with the fucking Holy Ghost. Bruh, talk about trauma. Talk about, yo, fam, talk about trauma. Talk about Tabby Makuku's logo. Talk about, yo, whoa, wild. Jesus walks. 
<laughs> Bruh, yo, fam, listen, Jesus didn't walk. He, di he didn't walk for me to witness this kind of bullshit, no. Jesus walked so that these fucking jokes can fly. It is what it is, smart joke. Bruh, if you're good, you're good. I'm here now. I'm fucking here. I'm fucking here, bruv. Yo, the Holy Ghost is a wild-ass dude. <laughs> Legit! The Holy Ghost is a wild-ass dude. And, bruv, listen, I say dude because most lesbians are now becoming transgender men. Oh, facts! Most lesbians, especially butch lesbians, or is it bush lesbians? Bruh, I don't know. All I know is I'm lost in the fucking thicket. <laughs> Another smart ass joke, bruh. Bruh, yo, yo, fam. Fam, yo, where does my fucking genius start and where does it end? I don't know. I don't fucking know, bruh. All that is for science to figure out. Study my brain when I die. It is what it is, but I fucking digress. Bruh, when this new Generation Z testament of the Bible hits, fam, all hell is gonna break loose. The world is gonna be a wild-ass place. So buckle the fuck up, bruh. Listen, the next 10, 15, 20, 30, 35 years are gonna be insane. So buckle up and keep your fucking head on a swivel, bruv. Buckle up. Buckle up. Because, bruv, the Gen Z testament is gonna be wild. Facts. Bruv, look. Jesus is gonna be gender non-binary. Yeah, whether you like it or not, Jesus is going to identify as a they, them, a we, and us. Bruh, buckle the fuck up. Because, fam, the Generation Z Testament version of Jesus is gonna be legion. Jesus, yeah, not himself. He's going to be a fucking legion of skanks. All facts, bro. so buckle the fuck up. Get ready, bro. Get fucking ready. Because, because, yo, Jesus is already here. Jesus is Demi Lovato. Jesus is already here, bruv. And fam, yo, Jesus is here to save us all. Legit, bruv, is that a fucking plane? No. Is that a fucking bird? I see no. That's Demi Lovato. That's Demi Lovato. Right? High as a fucking bird's ass. <laughs> Flying over us all. Is she fucking ascending? Or is she fucking descending? Huh. I think she's ascending. She's getting higher and higher. Just look at her. High on cocaina. Right? High on molly. High on weed. Bruh. Yo fam. She's high. On life. And fam listen. Listen. We need. We need. A fucking messiah who's high on life. We need a messiah, right? Who's willing to OD on life. Bruh, yo, on God, my nigga, on God. We need a messiah who's willing, who's fucking willing, okay, to die for our sins. Legit. And bruv, there's no greater sin on this here fucking planet. Okay, okay, than fucking narcotics, right? There's no greater sin on this here planet than fucking drugs. It is what it is, right? 
Drugs have ruined families. Drugs have ruined relationships. Drugs have ruined lives. Right? And evidently Demi Lovato is willing. She's willing to fucking OD for our sins. Bruh, yo, fam. Fam, they have risen. I can't believe this shit. They have fucking risen. And I believe. Up, wake up, wake up. Wake up, wake up. Wake, wake, wake up out of your sleep. Wake up. Wake up out of your sleep. I fucking believe, bruv. I believe, fam. Think about how many times Demi Lovato has OD'd on drugs. And, bruv, yo, she keeps on coming back. She keeps on bouncing back. Bruh, if that shit is not holy, then I don't know what is. Okay? Bruh, if she wasn't touched by a fucking angel, then I don't know who is. All facts. Fam, look at her. Look at her. Look at her. Fam, that's fucking Jesus right there. That's Jesus right there. She keeps coming back from the fucking dead. All facts. Bruh, if she ain't the chosen one, then I don't know who is. I don't know who is. Maybe it's fucking Lil Reese. Right? They just shot him nine times and he's still alive. Lil Reese just got shot nine fucking times and he's still alive. Maybe Lil Reese and Demi Lovato are Jesus. Fam, you do, listen, I'm out here cracking codes, right? I'm out here cracking fucking codes. Motherfuckers are out here talking about the Da Vinci Code. Fuck that. Fuck that. Bruh, I'm out here cracking the fucking Demi Code. Legit. Demi Code. I'm here now, nigger. Fam, think about it. Her name is Demi. Demi. Fam, she's all of us. She's all of us. Every single time we say her name, we are actually talking about ourselves. Dummy, Lovato. Dummy, Lovato is love and love is Lovato. Dummy, meaning I am love. Bruh, what? I am love. Love is me. And me is love, da mi la vato, oh my god, da re mi fa so, oh my god! Bruh, Demi Lovato is our Lord and Savior. They have risen! They have fucking risen! And bruv, it's a beautiful thing! It's a beautiful thing, bruv! We should all be rejoicing, okay? We should all be rejoicing, bruv. This is a beautiful thing. Fam, I can't believe this shit. But I believe in her. Oh, my God. My mind just, 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 just keeps on blowing the fuck up. We are here now. We are fucking here. Bruh, listen. The Generation Z Testament of the Bible is gonna be fire. It is what it is. Deal with it. It's gonna be fire. Okay? It's gonna be fire. And oh, oh. The Father, right? Right? Isn't like God, the Holy fucking Trinity, right? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, or the Holy Ghost, 
right? I said what? The Holy Ghost is going to be a lesbian chick. And Jesus is going to be gender non-binary, right? And the Father, Jesus' Father, call him Jesus Christ Senior, right? Or, or X Christ the Spot. It is what it is, right? The Father is going to fucking transition into a woman. Yeah. Jesus' father is going to transition into a woman. Jesus' father, right? Mr. Jesus Christ Senior or X Christ, the spot. That fucking guy is going to transition and become Jesus' mother. So, bruv, we are going to have the mother, the son, and the Holy Ghost. Fam, I'm all your cracking codes. Welcome to the Demi Code. <gasps> Welcome! Welcome to the Demi Code! Bruh, yo, none of you podcasters paint the way I paint. It is what it is. Welcome to the new renaissance. The Demi Code. I'm out here cracking codes all day, every fucking day, day. Bruh, the Generation Z Testament of the Bible is going to be incredible. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. Just It's going to slap. Bruh, every single page right in the Bible. It's going to be covered in LGBTQIA colors. Bruh, it's going to have rainbow colors all over the fucking place. It's going to be a fucking marvel. Legit, it's going to be a fucking marvel to see. Legit, bruh. And of course, of course, Alexander Ocasio-Cortez is going to be the new pope. She's going to take over the fucking Vatican. Right? That shit right there is written in the fucking stars. And oh, by the way, yeah, the Green New Deal is going to be in the Gen Z Testament of the Holy Bible. Bruh, buckle the fuck up. Okay? <laughs> and bruv, do you know who's going to write the fucking foreword in the fucking Bible? Greta Thunberg. Fam, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. And bruv, yo fam, the first chapter of the Bible is, yeah, of course, it's going to be about being triggered. And the second chapter is going to be about anxiety and depression. Bruh, we are here now. We are fucking here. Cannot wait. I cannot wait, bruv. Life is about to get interesting. Life is about to get interesting, bruv. Demi Lovato is now gender non-binary. And last week, she made it official. She released a video on Twitter, right? I think she has a fucking podcast now. The podcast is called 4D, right? The fourth dimension, bruh. Dude, it's getting spooky. It's getting spooky, right? It's getting mystical. Buckle the fuck up. It's getting mystical. Legit, right? The fourth dimension, bruv. Yo, fam, Demi Lovato has entered the fourth dimension. And she's out here breaking the fourth wall. 
right? And bringing us into her fucking life. Fam, this is it. This is it. This is it, bruv. We have now entered the fucking multiverse. It's getting spooky. It's getting weird. But listen, bruv, I'm ready. I'm ready because I believe. Yeah. I fucking believe, bruv. Listen, I believe and I trust in 4D. Demi. Legit, I trust in 4 Demi, bruv. 4 Demi! 4D! 4 Demi! The fourth dimension! Demi, code. Demi, Lovato. Me is love and love is me. It is what it is. We are here now. We are fucking here. But, bruv, as you've heard from that fucking clip at the top of this fucking segment, as you've heard, right? Demi Lovato is still fucking confused. Why? Because she still presents herself as um, a binary woman. Why? Because you have to listen to what she's saying. She's out there going, I X, Y, Z. I want to blah, blah, blah. I am doing da, da. I am becoming non-binary. I, huh? I am now gender na- I? Uh, you are supposed to say we, right? The correct pronoun is we, right? We are now gender non-binary, right? But she kept on saying I. So, I don't know. Listen, bruv, hey, listen, listen. If you want to be gender non-binary, do you? But fam, let's just keep it a buck. That shit is fucking confusing. Legit, it's just fucking confusing. I understand transgender. I understand lesbian. I understand gay. Right? And to a certain extent, I understand pansexuality, even though I believe that it falls under uh, bisexuality. Right? But bruh, gender non-binary is just fucking weird. It's 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 so convoluted. It's it's like, well, huh? What so so what you you are just an entity now. <laughs> right? You are just everything now. Right? You identify as a we. You you are legion. Right? You have multiple personalities, evidently. Evidently. Legit, are you fucking schizo? Are you schizo? Which, yo, bruh, yo, dude, agenda non-binary people schizo. Which one is it? Are they schizo or are they not? Are they lesion or are they not? Because Demi Lovato is confused. She's like, I am now gender non-binary. Oh, oh, you just said I. Right? You just said I. The correct pronoun is they, them, we, us. You are supposed to be legion. But evidently you are confused. You are fucking confused. Demi Lovato and listen, bruv. You being confused confuses us. Right? I'm confused. Your confusion is confusing us. Bruh, am I Confucius? Fam, yo, dude. Wait, wait, wait. I'm a fucking philosopher. 
I'm a fucking philosopher, bruv. Yo, dude, yo, not only am I a comedic genius, right? I'm also a fucking philosopher. Your confusion is confusing us, which in turn makes me Confucius. Why? Because I'm out here cracking the dummy code, right? I'm out here fucking cracking the code behind your confusion, fam. Yo, bruh, dude, I, yo, I'm just making breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough. Life is fucking crazy, right? Life is fucking wild. But all I know is, all I know is, Demi Lovato was touched by an angel. Yeah. Okay, they have returned to save us all. The second coming is here. Confused or not. It is what it is. In many ways, Jesus was fucking confusing. Right? In many ways. Like, bro, yo, dude. Did Jesus fuck the prostitute, yes or no? Huh? Was Mary Magdalene a fucking prostitute, yes or no? Huh? Did Jesus have a fucking foot fetish, yes or no? Was Jesus fucking the fucking twink, yes or no? Bruh, Jesus was confusing. He was a whole fucking paradox. A complex man with complex needs. Right? He wants to fucking suck toes, fuck ass, fuck pussy. It is what it is. It is what it is. I'm guessing he was pansexual. Right? AKA bisexual. Right? That shows confusing, but, but, but I can sort of kind of make, you know, some sense out of it all. Right? But now that, now that Jesus, you know, is pulling up on us. As a whole other person. As Demi Lovato. Bruh, I, I did not expect to be this confused. Fam, I expected this version of Jesus to be out here moonwalking on fucking water. Right? Yo, dude, I was expecting Demi Lovato to pull up, right? And just fucking start dancing like Chris Brown, you know, on top of a fucking pool. Legit. That's what I was expecting. That's what I was fucking expecting. But, bruv, listen, I was fucking wrong. I was wrong. Right? The Generation Z Testament version of Jesus is a wild fucking uh, thing. Slash, and, yo, you know, non-binary. What is she? Nah? What is, like, can we just call her it? <laughs> like, 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 you know what I mean? Because, fam, let's just keep it a buck. Let's keep it a buck. Demi Lovato is behaving like a fucking clown. Let's just keep it a buck. Listen. Listen. I support the LGBTQI community. Facts. But fam, let's keep it a buck. Okay? This gender non-binary shit is confusing. It's fucking confusing. And listen, bruv. In no way am I saying that people need to be he's or she's. No. You can be whatever you want to be. All I'm saying is... It's confusing, right? From a contextual standpoint, from a language standpoint, from an English standpoint. It gets weird. Like, bro, yo, dude, addressing one person as a they, right? It's, it's, just, it's just weird. It's weird, right? 
It gets fucking weird. Addressing a singular entity as they is weird unless if we are talking about a company, right? Or business because companies are presented in a singular fashion even though they embody a bunch of people in them. Eyes are we's, right? We's are you's. You's are us's. And us's are s's. It is what it is. Right? In some parts of the world, us's are s's. <laughs> Legit. All fucking facts. What I'm saying is, buckle the fuck up. Okay? Because they have risen. <laughs> Legit. They have returned. The second coming is happening right now. As you are listening to this shit, bruv, yo, fam, the whole world is now holy. All facts. Right? The angels are out there playing the fucking violin. Right? Angels are out there playing their fucking violins in the sky. It is what it is. It is what it is. Right? They have risen. They have fucking risen. Man, life is fucking crazy, bruv. You know, life is fucking crazy, but evidently Allah willed it, right? Yahweh willed it, right? Hashem willed it. And bruv, speaking of God. (laughs) In China, as I've told you guys many times before, in China, the fucking communist party is God. CCP runs everything in China, right? They are the be-all, end-all. They see everything, right? Every single Chinese person knows that they are under 24-7 surveillance. Whatever they do, whatever they say, whatever they fucking touch, Big Brother sees. Every fucking text message, Big Brother sees. Every financial transaction big brother sees, right? Every fucking business that started, every business that's failing, big brother sees. And brother, at this rate, big brother is no longer big brother. That nigga grown now. Big brother is now big daddy, right? So evidently, big brother has learned from South African pastors, Big Brother is now Big Daddy. <laughs> right? And bruv, Big Daddy speaks Mandarin. I'm here I'm now, here nigga. <laughs> Big Daddy is a wild dude. <laughs> Legit, he's a wild dude. He has China in a fucking vice grip. Right? Big Daddy has fucking slaves. Right? Muslim slaves. Uyghur slaves. Working day and night. In Xinjiang. Bruh, Big Daddy is that dude. Legit, the most interesting man in the world. Big Daddy is the most interesting man in the fucking world. All facts. Right? No wonder the fucking Chinese are so militant. The Chinese are not soft. No! Nope! The Chinese are strong! They are strong people. Legit, they fight for what they believe in, brah. 
right? The rest of the world is out here fucking swabbing people's nostrils, searching for COVID-19, right? Motherfuckers are getting nasal swabs. Oh, my God. It hurts my nose. My nostrils hurt. In China, motherfuckers are getting anal swabs. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Chinese nurses are out there swabbing people's assholes. Right? They're out there studying people's fecal matter, searching for COVID-19. They got people's feces. Right? Under the fucking microscope. The Chinese are strong. The Chinese are wild. Right? The Chinese are fucking wild. A story came out last week that the Chinese government is now clamping down on Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Why? Because cryptocurrency is fucking decentralized. Which is bad business. For the Chinese. Why? Because the Chinese or the Chinese government wants to control everything in China. Especially the money. So Bitcoin and cryptocurrency in general is a problem for the CCP. So now they're clamping down on Bitcoin and Brav. By the way, by the way, right? Most of the world's Bitcoin is being mined in China. So, bruv, when y'all saw the fucking cryptocurrency market just, just dipping, right? Just know that Big Brother in China caused it. Big Brother is out there just, just dude, Big Brother wilding. Big Brother is the be-all, end-all. Big Brother is God in China. Big Brother is strong, Right? Hence the fucking Chinese are so strong. You feel me? When they move, they go, yes, sir, no, sir. They bow. Some of them kneel. Like, bro, it's a whole thing. They got respect. Right? The Chinese are fucking strong. The Chinese are not pussies. Right? Well, so I thought. I thought that the Chinese weren't pussies. Until I saw a viral video, right, that came out from the American comedy scene. A guy by the name of Pang Dang released a video, right, exposing Tony Hinchcliffe, right, of Kill Tony fame, right, saying that, oh, this fucking guy's racist. Right, because this fucking dude, Tony Hinchcliffe, called Pang Dang a chink. Right? And then Pang Dang decided to expose Tony. To put that shit out! Mend the fuck up, nigga! (laughs) He dropped that fucking video. And bruv, we all know how this goes by now. Right? Everybody dropped Tony. Right, when Pang Dang dropped that video of Tony Hinchcliffe calling him a chink, everybody dropped Tony Hinchcliffe. Right, his fucking managers, sponsors, everybody just dropped him. You feel me? Now listen. Listen. I do not co-sign Tony Hinchcliffe 
right? I do not co-sign what he said. The Jed, I think, uh, you know, it wasn't really funny, even though he killed. He fucking killed at that show, right? But I think, you know, yeah, it was fucking distasteful. However, however, I think Pang Dang is a fucking bitch. Okay? Pang Dang is a fucking piece of shit. That's what I think. Okay? Listen, bro. This is what Jackie Chan was talking about. Legit. This is exactly what Jackie Chan was talking about. He was like, hey, yo, bro. These new Chinese kids are soft. Right? Because they're growing up in the West. These kids are fucking soft. They're soft. Pang Dang is fucking soft. Listen. If Pang Dang didn't like what Tony said on that stage, how about address it backstage? Instead of being a fucking pussy. Right? Instead of being a fucking bitch. Right? And waiting weeks or fucking days to put that shit out for clout. Like, bruh, yo, fam, that's some, that's some bitch-made shit right there. That's some bitch-made shit right there. Bruv, 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 fucking with another man's money, like, eh, that right, that's a fucking crime. Legit. Because when Pang Dan came out with that video, bruv, everybody dropped Tony Hinchcliffe. Everybody. Right? The place where he records Kill Tony dropped him, right? This fucking spot in Texas or some shit, right? They fucking dropped him. His sponsors dropped him. His managers dropped him. So Pang Dang fucked with Tony's money for a fucking joke. And by the way, Pang Dang, right, where it is, right, allegedly that Pang Dang you know, he's used to working with Tony Hinchcliffe, which means that he knows who Tony is. He knows Tony's style of comedy. He's familiar with it. He knows the man, the myth, the fucking machine. Tony Hinchcliffe, that fucking dude. Yo, Tony is a fucking killer. It is what it is, but I fucking digress. Pang dang knows Tony. Right? If... You didn't like what Tony said, Pang Dang. Address Tony backstage. Okay? Don't fucking record that shit and then, you know, edit the fucking clip and then put the fucking clip out on social media. That's some bitch shit. Okay? That shit right there. Bruh, yo fam, your whole swag. Is anti-Chinese. As a matter of fact, at this rate, I'm starting to think that you don't fuck with China. Legit. <laughs> Legit. You are Chinese, but yo, bruh, yo, yo, you ain't moving like a Chinese person. You are moving like a bitch. And listen, I get it. Right? Stop Asian hate. I'm a black dude, by the way. So I understand hate. I understand racism. I understand prejudice. I understand xenophobia. I get it all. Right? I'm from South Africa. Okay? I'm from South Africa. Apartheid birthed me.
Okay? I'm a black kid in South Africa. Do your fucking Googles, right? And learn about South Africa. So I get it, right? I understand all of that. But brah, if you don't like something, learn to fucking address it there and then. Don't be out there just, just waiting, right? For a fucking opportunity to expose somebody. That's some bitch made shit. Because evidently Pang Dang exposed Tony for clout. Facts. Hey yo, Pang Dang. Listen, okay? Listen to me carefully. Ain't nobody is gonna fuck with you after this. I'm pretty sure you thought that exposing Tony was going to result into you getting big opportunities. Right? Bigger shows. You thought that people were going to stop booking you after this shit. You thought that people were going to fucking praise you for your fucking expose. Right? Now listen, bruv. All of the fucking real ass comedians out here are not going to fuck with you, Pang Dang. Okay? You are not going to be co-signed by anybody who matters. You are going to be co-signed by a bunch of fucking Karens in the comedy world. Legit, bro. People like fucking Bill Burr, Joe Rogan, Dave Chappelle, Tony Hinchcliffe, fucking Louis J. Gomez, Big J. Okerson. People like that are not going to co-sign you, Pang Dang. And listen, bro. I do not agree with what Tony said. I don't. I don't agree with what Tony said. I fuck with Asian people. Hot body karate. But brah, I don't like how Pang Dang approached this whole thing. Right? Because fam, you can just imagine how many opportunities Pang Dang had. Right? To address Tony. He had opportunity after opportunity. And bruv, he did not take it. Meaning. Meaning, he knew exactly what the fuck he was doing. Right? He waited all this fucking time to drop this video because he wants clout. He wants clout. He's here now, nigger. And listen, brother, I get it. Right? Asian people are being hurt in America. They're being killed. They're being attacked. I get it. America has a lot of racist motherfuckers over there. I get it. I fucking get it. But brah, pang dang, man the fuck up. Okay? Man the fuck up. Nuts up. Nuts up. And address a man face to face. Okay? Look him in his fucking eyes and say, Hey yo, Tony, I don't like what you said on stage right now. Don't wait. Don't wait to drop a fucking video. Days or weeks later Tell him right there and then This fucking guy Had opportunity After opportunity After fucking opportunity To address Tony He should have done it At the fucking venue Right Don't be out here dropping it On social media For clout purposes Thinking that you are gonna pop from this shit. Thinking that your fucking career is going to blossom from this shit. Nobody is going to fuck with you. You are now radioactive, Pang Dang. And listen, I get it. Some comedians really are fucking racist. I get it. 
But fam, anybody with a fucking brain understands what, what Tony was attempting to do. Right? He failed to execute on the fucking comedy. He failed to execute on the joke. But, but, he still killed at that fucking show. He still killed. Even though I do not think that what he said is funny. I don't think it is. But he was attempting to be funny. Anybody with a fucking comedic brain understands what Tony was attempting to do. Failure or not. Crass or not. Right? Racist, adjacent or not. I get it. Right? He said the word chink. I get it. It's fucking racist. It hurts a lot of fucking Chinese people and just Asians in general. I get it. I fucking get it. All I'm saying is, don't be out there fucking with another man's money, bruv. That's some bitch-made shit. Don't be out there fucking with another man's money. He has a family. Right? He has fucking employees. He has people that depend on him for survival. And you just fucked with that. Nobody respects that. Nobody No real man respects that shit, pang dang. The fucking Chinese, bro, I thought that the Chinese was strong. Pang dang is a fucking disappointment. This is what Jackie Chan was talking about. Legit, right? These fucking Generation Z Chinese are fucking weak, right? They're triggered. I'm so triggered. I'm triggered. Well, bruv, if you were really triggered, you should have addressed this shit face to face. You should have told Tony that, yo, listen, bruv, I don't fuck with what you just said about me. Legit. Right? Have a fucking conversation. Legit. Teach. Teach Tony. If Tony doesn't know how hurtful the fucking word chink is, and yes, bruv, I'm saying it. I'm fucking saying it because context matters. If Tony doesn't know what this word means and how hurtful it is towards Asian people, then teach him. Teach him. Don't fucking, you know, TMZ your whole swag. Don't be out here acting like a fucking paparazzi. Right? But listen, that's exactly what you did. Meaning, that's your fucking character. That's who you are as a man. Right? That's who you are as a man. You're a piece of shit. Right? You are a fucking piece of shit. Dear Pang Dang, you are now officially a bitch in the fucking comedy world. You are radioactive. Nobody is going to want to work with you. Right? No prominent comedian is going to want to fuck with you. After this. Because you are a fucking snitch. Plain and simple. Pray to God. Pray to fucking God. That everything works out for you. Okay. Pray to. Pray to the fucking Messiah. Legit. Pray to the. Pray to our fucking Lord and Savior. Right. And bruv listen. I'm not talking about the CCP. Legit, 
I'm not talking about the fucking Communist Party. I'm talking about the you. Yeah. Yeah. Look at yourself in the fucking mirror and be like, wait, the what? The me? Yeah. The me. Maui is a fucking genius. Dressing Pang Dang. I'm not down with this motherfucker, bruv. Legit, hey, yo, Pang Dang, listen. FYI, okay? Your people are some of the most racist motherfuckers on this here planet. Legit. Chinese people are racist as fuck. And listen, I know that not every Chinese person walking the face of the earth is racist. But, but, Chinese people are generally fucking racist. They don't fuck with black people. They look down on us. Okay? Motherfuckers be out there rocking blackface in China. These are all fucking facts. On top of that, if you study what Chinese people are doing to Africans in Africa, bruh, yo, fam, yo, talk about scary. Legit. Talk about colonial. All facts. Talk about King Leopold. It's getting scary over here, bruv. The Chinese are here, right? And they're taking over Africa bit by bit. And they are abusing Africans. They are abusing black people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On their native land. Let that shit sink in, bruv. They are abusing black people in Africa. This is our land. Right? And listen, again, again, I gotta mention this. 
I know that not every Chinese person is racist. I know. I know. But this is just a little FYI to bang gang. Motherfuckers be out here talking about, oh, hashtag stop Asian hate. How about stop African hate? How about stop rocking blackface in China? How about that? How about, how about stop enslaving people, Chinese people? How about that? How about that? Right? And listen, bruv, I fuck with Chinese people. Right? I fuck with Asian culture and Asian people in general. All I'm saying is, dear Peng Dang, get off your fucking high horse. Okay? Get off your fucking high horse. Right? Asian people are racist. Black people are racist. White people are racist. And listen, bruv, listen, listen. Let's just keep it a buck. Asians and black people learned this fucking behavior from white people. Legit. Right? They fucking colonialized our fucking lands, our countries, our continents. They took over. Right? They took over our fucking homes. You feel me? And they taught us hate. Right? They taught us racism. They taught us segregation. These are all fucking facts. So, dear Pang Dang, get off your fucking high horse. Okay? All of our fucking communities have problems. Every single race on this here planet has a fucking problem. Look at India. Right? Motherfuckers hate on each other based on the fucking caste system. Legit! Right? They hate on each other based on their fucking caste system life is crazy bruv indians are out there hating on indians asians are out there hating on asians we know that japanese people and chinese people don't fuck with each other right south koreans and north koreans don't fuck with each other we know all of this shit these are all facts these are all facts Right? So, dear Pang Dang, get off your motherfucking high horse. <laughs> and your Pang Dang, Pang Dang, so what LeBron didn't back Hong Kong when the Chinese were all over Hong Kong? So what? So what LeBron didn't stand for Hong Kong during the fucking Hong Kong protests? So what? It is what it is. Right? LeBron still pulled up during the fucking playing game. And he did what he does. And listen, bruv. Listen. Steph Curry, a.k.a. Chef Curry, did what he does too. He popped off for 37 points. Incredible. But, bruh, LeBron did what he does best. Right? He fucking shed the ball. He made everybody better. He dished out a triple-double. <laughs> yeah! Yeah, triple-double. Right? 22 points. Yeah. 11 rebounds. Yeah. And 10 assists. Yeah. And not only that. Right? Motherfuckers always talk about how LeBron is not clutch. Right? Right? LeBron ain't clutch. Oh, my God. He's not clutch. Kobe would never. Michael Jordan would never. Bruh. FYI. LeBron. Right? Has the second most clutch shots in NBA history. He's got 97 clutch shots. Facts. Yeah, LeBron James has 97 clutch shots. 
That's the second most in NBA history. He's topped only by Kobe Bean Bryant. Kobe Bryant has 101 clutch shots. Right? That's the most in NBA history. He's number one. And by the way, LeBron ain't that far from getting that number one spot. Right? He's four away from matching Kobe Bryant and five away from beating Kobe Bryant's record. So yeah, LeBron James is clutch as fuck. And last week, Wednesday, he proved it. Legit, against the best shooter of all time. Steph is the best shooter of all time. No debate. No fucking debate. Okay? LeBron proved it last week. Right? Fam, yo, dude, what he did last week, that fucking three, he shot at the end of the game. Right? The game was fucking tied, by the way. Both teams were tied with 100 points. Right? 100 points apiece. And LeBron pulled up for three. Okay? Bruh, dude, he shot that shit, right? He shot that fucking three from the gates of hell. Okay? Bruh, yo, dude, he shot that fucking three from the gates of hell. And he shot that shit over Steph Curry. Legit. That was a fucking, dude, yo, that shot was beyond a dagger. That was a fucking statement. Legit, a debate killer, a full stop. LeBron is clutch as fuck. These are all fucking facts. And listen, bro, right, prior to him hitting that fucking clutch three, right, right, Draymond Green poked him in the eye. Right? And that shit was a flagrant foul. But motherfucker said LeBron is flopping. Listen, bruv, that's what happens when you are the GOAT. Right? Everything you do gets fucking analyzed. Everything you do gets put under the fucking microscope. It is what it is. Everything you do gets magnified. It is what it is. Draymond Green poked him in the eye. LeBron was a bit blind, right? For a few minutes, right? His fucking left eye was blind for a few minutes. Bruh, he said that when he hit that three, he saw three rims. It is what it is. LeBron saw three rims. And he went for the one in the middle. Right? So, dear Pang Dang. Dear Pang Dang. <laughs> look at my hands. Yeah. Hey, look at my hands. Okay? Focus on my fingers. Focus on my fingers. Listen, Pang Dang, you embody the middle one. Okay? Look at my fingers. You embody the middle one. So go fuck yourself. Pang Dang. The fuck are we talking about, bro? Fam, yo, yo, the pussification of comedy is just fucking, dude, it, it, it's tragic. Legit, what's happening to this art form is tragic. It's fucking tragic. These are all facts, right? Comedy is getting pussified, right? Comedy is becoming too woke. How about, hey, how about let's all go back to sleep? How about that? Let's all go back to fucking sleep, bruv. Legit, the gods of comedy are out there back fucking flipping in their graves. Legit, Patrice O'Neal is pissed as fuck wherever he's at. Right? Richard Pryor is pissed as fuck 
George Carlin is pissed as fuck. What's happening to this art form? What's happening to comedy, bruv? Huh? What's happening to comedy? The pussification of comedy is just fucking tragic. Legit. With that said, I'd like to take this moment to say rest in peace to Paul Mooney. Rest in peace to one of the gods. He died last week at the age of 79. Right? Listen, bruh. He lived a full life. 79 years old? Bruh, he lived a full life. Word is, a heart attack took him. But you know what, bruv? He had one hell of a run. Legit. Paul Mooney had one hell of a fucking run. So listen, I would like to take this moment to thank Paul Mooney. For everything that he did for fucking, for black stand-ups, right? For everything that he did for comedy in general. Salute to Paul Mooney. He paved the fucking way for niggas like me, right? He paved the fucking way. Salute to Paul Mooney. Mooney is a fucking legend, bruv. These are all facts. Paul Mooney is a fucking legend. He's easily one of the gods. Right? So rest in peace to Paul Mooney, a.k.a. Negro Damas. Incredible. So from me, Nostradamus, I'd like to say salute to Negro Damas. Thank you for everything, Mr. Mooney. Right? Thank you for everything, brother. Listen, I know, I know that wherever Paul Mooney is at, He's looking down at me going, Maui, I mean, do better. Hey, Maui, do better. You are funnier than this. You are more creative than this. You are better than this. Right? And I'm like, you're looking like, Mr. Mooney, what, what are you talking about? Right? Paul Mooney's like, hey, figure it out. Figure it out. Okay? Figure it out. Legit, bruv. Right? Listen, bruv, I know what Paul Mooney's talking about. Right? I know what Paul Mooney's talking about. And listen, bruv, yo, yo, I'm super embarrassed. Okay? I know what he's talking about. And quite frankly, I'm fucking disappointed in myself. Right? Bruh, yo, how, how, how could I not see this? Huh? I'm out here saying the demi, the demi code, the demi code. Hey, bruh, it's right there. It's right there. Right? Yo. The Demi Code sounds off as fuck. Let's just keep it a buck. Right? The Demi Code? Hey, listen. Nah. Nah. I'm not out here cracking the Demi Code. I'm out here cracking the Dominci Code. Br- bruh? Bruh? <laughs> Yo, listen. Listen. Yo, Mr. Paul Mooney was looking at me, right? From the fuck? Yo, dude, from heaven. He was looking down at me going, hey, yo, Maui, do better. The Demi Code? Bro, that shit sounds off. Do better. You are not cracking the Demi Code. You are cracking the Da Minci Code. <laughs> fire. Fire. Talk about fire. So, bro, listen, I would like to take this moment to say I'm sorry, right? 
to say I'm sorry to my predecessors, the gods, the gods of the game. I'm sorry. Sorry for disappointing you guys. Right? I have thus corrected my flaws. Right? I have corrected my mistakes. Right? I will try to be more infallible in the future. Jay, bruv, these are all fucking facts. The gods are fucking infallible. Legit, the fucking normies walking around out here, right, being all woke, right, talking about the Democratic Party, right? These motherfuckers are highly fallible. Because some of these motherfuckers fail to check themselves. Legit, they be out here criticizing people like Joe Rogan. Hey, just leave Joe Rogan alone, guys. Just leave this fucking guy alone. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. You can never be woke enough. That's the problem. It keeps going. It keeps right. going further and further and further down the line. And if you get to the point where you capitulate, where you agree to all these demands, it will eventually get to straight white men are not allowed to talk. Right. Because it's your privilege to express yourself when other people of color have been silenced throughout history. It, it will be, you're not allowed to go outside because so many people were imprisoned for so many years. I mean, I'm not joking. No, I know, I know. It really will get there. It's that crazy. You yeah. Know, we just got to be nice to each other, man. And th there's a lot of people that are taking advantage of this weirdness in our culture, and then that becomes their thing. Their thing is calling people out for their privilege, calling people out for their position. You know, it's, uh, it's fucking crazy times. Yeah, most definitely. But I do feel like there's... We now return to your regular programming. Like, brah, is Joe Rogan the emperor of the USA? Let's just keep it a buck because if he is, then hey, I guess every single thing that he does has to be fucking analyzed. Right? Right? But bruv, yo, if he's not, then why do y'all care about his random thoughts? Like, bruh, is he your king? Is Joe Rogan the king of the USA? Huh? Or is he a fucking renegade? Like fucking Bruce Springsteen and Barack Obama. Which one is it? Is he a king or is he a fucking renegade? The fuck is going on in the USA? Huh? Is Joe Rogan recording his fucking podcast while sitting on a fucking throne made out of fucking elk skin and elk cadavers? Like, bruh, yo, dude, because everything he says gets analyzed. Like, bro, this fucking guy is just, he's just talking, right? He's just expressing himself. Legit. I mean, bro, dude, his podcast is a form of therapy. He's just out there just speaking his mind. Okay? Bro, podcasting is supposed to be cathartic. But, bro, yo, dude, for Joe Rogan, podcasting is something totally different. Legit. And listen, I get it. His fucking podcast is big business. But overall, his podcast it is all about him just expressing his views. Right or wrong. Right? That's what this fucking medium is about. Oh, oh, that's what this medium used to be. Right? Now this medium 
It's all about fucking advertising. You know what I mean? My fuckers be talking about blue chew and shit. Yo, do you have a limp dick? <laughs> you know what I mean? My fuckers are out here selling Kratom. And listen, listen, listen. I fuck with everybody in the game. Right? I fuck with everybody in the game. Get your money. But brah, we need to stop viewing podcasting as a business. Right? Podcasting is an art form. We need to focus more on the art and then the business thereafter. Right? But these days, everybody's just focusing on the business first. You feel me? I mean, look at the fucking Joe Biden drama. Just look at that shit. Just look at it. Look at it. Right? This is why we don't have advertising. Listen, bruv, I am backed by a luxury brand. This podcast is backed by XO Luxury Goods, a.k.a. XO Royalty. But you don't hear me advertising any of their shit. You know why? Because we are all about the art, okay? And if commercialism is going to fuck with the art or how the shit sounds, then we want to fucking create the shit devoid of commercialism, right? And capitalism. You feel me? It's all about the art. And listen, bruv, I can say whatever the fuck I want to say. Right? If you motherfuckers have a problem about it, listen. <laughs> we don't give a fuck. Okay? We don't give a flying fuck. This is the wild, wild west. This is not NPR. Right? But, bro, this fucking art form is just, you know what I mean? Languishing. Fucking languishing. It's crazy how people be out there writing think pieces. About every single thing that Joe Rogan says. I mean, that, that, dude, that shit right there is fucking asinine to me. It makes no fucking sense. Right? Last week, Joe Rogan came out and said that, listen, hey, giving into the woke mob will result into straight white men not being allowed to talk. Listen, listen, okay? I'm a black dude. You feel me? So I'm used to straight white man just fucking yapping all day, every day. <laughs> you feel me? I'm used to that shit. But I get where Joe Rogan is coming from. Right? He's out there saying, listen, I'm not one of these super problematic straight white men. Right? I'm not oppressing anybody. I'm not abusing anybody's freedoms. Right? But, but, I'm going to be treated like the straight white men who are out here abusing people's freedoms. You feel me? They're just going to fucking throw me into that fucking, you know, into that category of straight white men who are just problematic even though I'm not problematic. So the woke mob is going to classify me as a problematic straight white man even though I'm not problematic. Right? Yeah, some of my fucking thoughts are fucking polarizing. Right? But, but overall, I am not raping anybody. Right? I'm not being all fucking racist towards anybody. <laughs> right? I don't own slaves. Right? I am not committing war crimes. Israel. Right? Like, bruh, hey, 
Joe Rogan is out here going, listen, in the future, right, because of the fucking woke mob, people like me and Bill Burr, of course, we won't be able to talk. We won't be allowed to talk. Right? And I get it. I get where he's coming from. But fam, let's just keep it a buck. Right? Whether we agree with his fucking sentiments or not. Right? Like, that fucking view on life is not think peace worthy. <laughs> Legit. Legit. It makes no sense why people are out there writing think pieces about Joe Rogan's random thoughts. It, it's, it, it, fam, it's mind-boggling to me. Like, like, bruh, how much time do these quote-unquote journalists have? How much time? You motherfuckers got a lot of time on your hands, bruv. Legit. Leave Joe Rogan alone, Generation Z. Just leave him alone. You know, bruh, Generation Z is so concerned with politics and fucking climate change and all that shit. Listen. Listen, Generation Z, how about, how about have fun? You know, have fun. Legit, just have fun. Right? Fam, I read a story about these 16-year-olds in Massachusetts, right? They call themselves the Mockiverse, right? The name is inspired by some fucking politician over there called Edward Markey or some shit like that, right? These kids are out there wilding. They're out there making threats. They're out there threatening politicians, right? Doxing politicians. They're out there fucking ratioing politicians. It's, it's, it's crazy, bruv. They're literally bullying politicians on social media, Right? Right? And bruv, these kids, like, they're supposed to be the woke ones. They're supposed to be the ones who push back against bullying. They be out there talking about anti-bullying and all that shit. Right? They be out there talking about free Palestine. But they're on social media literally abusing another person's freedoms. <laughs> like, bruh, hey, hey, guys, what are we doing here? <sighs> Somebody explain to me what the really fuck is going on inside this motherfucking world. Huh? Shit too much for me now. I can't take it no more. The fuck are we doing out here, bruv? Fam, fam. Some kid named Kayla or Carla Walsh came out and said the following. And by the way, she's 16 years old. <laughs> okay? She came out and said the following on the New York Times. This is what she told the NYT. And I quote... They are scared of me. And by they, she means grown-ups, right? In the Democratic Party, right? They are scared of me. A random teenager on the internet who just happened to be doing some organizing with her friends. I think that made us all think, hey, they are scared of us. We have power over them, end quote. Hey, yo, Kayla. A.K.A. Carla. Listen. Listen. Nobody is scared of you. Okay? Nobody is scared of you. The AOC. Fucking Greta Thunberg. Yo, listen. Nobody is scared of y'all. Nobody. 
Nobody is scared of y'all. Don't let social media hype fool you into thinking that you are powerful. You are not. You are not. You can fucking organize as much as you want to. Right? You can hit the fucking streets all day, every day. You can burn your neighborhood. Listen, do whatever the fuck you want to do. But, yo, in the grand scheme of things, none of y'all are powerful. <laughs> Legit! Nobody is scared of y'all. Some of these fucking politicians allegedly eat kids like you for breakfast. Legit! These are all fucking facts! Allegedly. <laughs> right? Right? South Africans have learned that, you know, we now have to use the word allegedly when we are fucking talking about powerful people like Bonang Mataba. We have to say allegedly nowadays. Legit. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly, I laughed. <laughs> right? Right? Allegedly. <laughs> South Africa is so fucking dumb. Our country is so fucking stupid, man. But I fucking digress. Okay? Some of these politicians are out here wilding. Legit. Some of these motherfuckers were in cahoots with Jeffrey Epstein. So, bruh, yo, hey, hey, Kayla, keep your head on a fucking swivel. Right? Next thing you know, Pizzagate flips into Kayla Gate. It is what it is. Right? These kids are out there talking about the Mockyverse. We are part of the Mockyverse. The fuck? Listen, how about study more? You know? Because Kayla's mom came out complaining. She said, listen, hey, yo, Kayla is doing bad at school. She's out there getting C's and D's, right? Yo, yeah, yo, no shit, mom, no shit. Your daughter is out here fucking organizing. Your daughter basically runs a fucking militia. <laughs> Legit. Your daughter has a mini ISIS in the middle of fucking Massachusetts. That's crazy, right? Your kid has a fucking militia. Kayla Walsh is basically running Hamas in Massachusetts. <laughs> Legit. Legit. They're out there running around in fucking tunnels in Massachusetts. The fuck is the... Dude, yo, what are we doing here? What are we doing here, bruv? These kids are all over TikTok. Right? Organizing, talking about Palestine, and talking about climate change, and talking about democracy. They're 16 years old. Listen, bruv. Listen, yo, these kids need to fucking play. What happened to Roblox? <laughs> like, dude, what the fuck happened to Roblox? Huh? What happened to Minecraft? What happened to Fortnite? Like, bruh, these kids should be playing fucking Fortnite. All facts. What happened to video games? What happened to Mario Kart? What happened to that? What happened to Pokemon? You gotta catch them all. Now these kids are out there trying to catch all of these fucking politicians. Right? These kids are not trying to catch pocket monsters. No! They're out there trying to catch Democrats and Republicans. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy. 
the fuck are we doing over here, bro? Huh? These kids are out there trying to catch Andrew Giuliani. Huh? Like, bro, you know, you know what I mean? Right? Rudy Giuliani's son is out here trying to be the fucking governor of New York. You know? You feel me, bro? Hey, hey, listen, listen, listen. Yo, he's coming for fucking Andrew Cuomo. It is what it is. Right? From Andrew Cuomo to Andrew Giuliani, brah. Yo, mafia war. <laughs> Legit. One, two, three, four. I declare a mafia war. I declare a mob war. Because let's keep it a buck. Andrew Cuomo and Andrew Giuliani. Listen, hey, they got mob ties. Allegedly, 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 they got mob ties. Allegedly, right? They got mob ties. Like Drake, you know, allegedly, right? Jay Prince, allegedly, hey, allegedly. I said allegedly. Legit. Bruh, I'm out here trying to crack the fucking Domenci code. It is what it is. Right? Demi Lovato taught me. She taught me, bruh. She fucking taught me, bruh. Demi Lovato, meaning, yo, to love Demi, it means that I love myself. I fucking love myself, bruh. Right? These fucking Mockyverse kids are out there trying to catch these fucking politicians with mob ties. Right? They ain't trying to catch Pokemon. They ain't trying to catch Pikachu. No. They're not trying to catch Charizard. No, 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 no. Or Vileplume. So fucking cute. So cute. Vileplume is so fucking cute. Right? They ain't trying to catch Vileplume. No. No. They're not trying to catch Snorlax, no. And listen, bro, listen, I think they should. I think these woke-ass kid should try to catch Snorlax. It is what it is. That joke right there is fire. Dude, how good can, dude, how good can one person be? Like, dude, I'm alone recording this shit. I'm solo. This is a solo podcast. But, bro, I have enough personality for a thousand men. A thousand men and women! Right? Legit, bro. I have enough energy for a thousand men who are transitioning into women. And a thousand women who are transitioning into men. These are all fucking facts. I'm here now. I'm fucking here. Life is fucking crazy, bro. Rest in peace to Paul Mooney. Legit. Right. Rest in peace to Paul Mooney. Right? Niggas like me are going to carry on tradition. These are all fucking facts. Right? Niggas like me are going to carry on tradition. Negro Damas, I got you. I got you. Nostril Damas got it from here. I got you. Rest in peace. Rest up. Right? Go up there and join the gods. It is what it is. You are one of the gods, Paul Mooney. You are one of the gods. Thank you for everything, sir. You know? But I fucking digress. We live in a crazy time, bruv. We live in a wild ass motherfucking time. Right? 
These kids are out the fucking failing in school. But we are supposed to listen to them. Right? Right? Kayla's mom came out and said that, yo, my daughter is doing bad in math. She's failing math. Right? But we have to listen to her. She doesn't know her fucking ones from twos. She doesn't know the difference between a four and an eight. But we have to listen to her? This bitch can't even do long division. But we have to listen to her. The fuck is going on out here, bruv? This kid doesn't even know how to do fucking bodmas. But we have to listen to her. Right? We gotta listen to her. You feel me? The fuck are these kids doing, bruv? What the fuck is going on out here, bruv? You know? And speaking about education. Right? The Education Union of South Africa has called for the closure of schools across South Africa over concerns around rising COVID-19 cases. I mean, hey, you know, how many times must we say that the kids will be fine? You know, scientifically and technically, you know, that the kids will be fine. Their fucking immune systems are strong. The kids will be aight. How about that? I am not saying that we don't have cases of kids catching COVID. We do. We do. Right? All I'm saying is, overall, right, the kids will be okay. I get it. Right? Gauteng, the Free State, and the Eastern Cape have all came out and said that, Joe, the fucking third wave is here. I get it. I get it. And yeah, the whole country is going to follow soon. It is what it is. But how about don't close schools? No. Don't close schools. Legit. Legit. I want these fucking kids to have fun. Allow these kids to have a fucking cough fest. It is what it is. Let these kids cough on one another, bruv. It will boost their fucking immune systems. Legit. These kids. Dude, yo fam. Enough. These kids need to be around each other. Right? They need to be around each other. Legit. All fucking facts. So that they can build stronger immune systems. Right? Let these fucking kids cough away. Cough away. Little Johnny, cough away. Right? It's all good. It's all fucking good, bruv. And let's just keep it a buck. These kids are fucking annoying. Right? Bruh, my neighborhood is fucking peaceful during the day. Peaceful! Because the kids are not around. Right? They're not out here fucking playing soccer, running around, getting hurt. Right? Causing these fucking garbage-ass dogs to bark all the time. The kids are not here! So the streets are safe. Legit. Legit, bruv. I'm just saying. I'm just fucking saying, bruv. You know? The kids will be okay. Right? Tell them to wear their fucking face masks. It is what it is. Right? Life is getting back to normal in some parts of the world. You feel me? In England, you know, stadiums got fucking people now. You know, the stadiums have fans now. Right? Even in America. You feel me? 
the Lakers versus Golden State game had fans in attendance. So it is what it is. Right? Let these kids be around each other. Let them cough on each other. It's fine. They'll be okay. Jesus fucking Christ, bro. Everybody's a pussy now. I don't know. You know what I mean? I really don't fucking know. Everybody is a pussy. And I know that COVID-19 is a pussy hound. It is what it is. COVID-19 is here to get rid of the fucking pussies. It is what it is. Right? And listen. Y'all can't cancel me for that. Why? Because I'm uncancelable. It is what it is. It is what it is. I am not backed by old mutual. No. Cough, 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 cough. Ha 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 ha. I'm just fucking with you, dummy. I'm a fucking robot. No COVID for me, but you should keep your head on a swivel. And by the way, that mask is not for your chin. Are you stupid or are you dumb? I'm not backed by a fucking bank or some shit. Right? Motherfuckers be out there saying some wild shit. Meanwhile, they are backed by McDonald's. Listen, McDonald's is going to drop you. It is what it is. Me? Ain't nobody dropping me. Right? Ain't nobody dropping me, bruv. I'm a fucking MVP. These are all fucking facts. And my backers know that shit. I'm here now. I'm fucking here now. Listen, bruv. I'm here to save comedy, bruv. I'm here to save comedy. Jesus fucking Christ. Right? These motherfuckers are supposed to be on stage cracking jokes, but nah, here they are. Right? Turning comedy into a fucking activist movement. Hey, yo, bruv, are you motherfuckers comedians or are you activists? Which one is it? Which one is it? I'm sick and tired of these niggas, bruv. The fucking pussification of comedy stops today. These are all fucking facts. Okay? These are all motherfucking facts. The world is just fucking crazy, bruv. You know? Everything is upside down. I mean, bruv, J. Cole is in Africa to play basketball. Whoever thought he joined the fucking Basketball Africa League, right? He's over here in fucking Rwanda. It is what it is. And listen, bruv, listen. Yo, yo, he's first game classic, right? His first basketball game, his first official basketball debut, his professional basketball debut was fire, bruv, right? He plays for a team called the Rwanda Patriots, right? And they played against a Nigerian team called the Rivers Hoopers. Change your fucking name, you know? I mean, I mean, Rwanda Patriots... And you motherfucker, yo, these Nigerian niggas pull up with a name like the Rivers Hoopers? <laughs> the Rivers Hoopers? Huh? Oh. <laughs> what? Hey, 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 Rivers Hoopers, do better. <laughs> okay? The Rivers Hoopers. I mean, I mean, I mean dude. I mean, everything, everything is a fucking joke. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this world, this world is fucked. This world is fucked. Creativity is gone. Right? Comedy is dead. Like, bruh, the fuck? The Rivers Hoopers. I mean, I mean, come on, bruh. I mean, what? 
The Rivers Hoopers? I, I mean, what, what the fuck? How about the Abuja Gladiators? Like, come up with better names. You feel me? Come up with better names, bruv. The Rivers Hoopers. Uh, 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 what are we doing here, bruv? Right? The Rwanda Patriots versus the Rivers Hoopers. I mean, I mean, come on, bruh. Come on, bruh. Right? I get it. I get it. This fucking tournament is a bit ad hoc. <laughs> right? I get it. But, but come on, guys. There's some effort. You know? Some, some fucking effort. How about, how about the, the Lagos Lightning? How about that? I mean, to come up with better names, bruh. The Rivers Hoopers? <laughs> come on, bruh. Come on. The Rivers Hoopers. Givers Poopers. <laughs> Look what's going on. <laughs> what? Jesus, bruv. The Rivers Hoopers. Your every highlight is... Basically a blooper. <laughs> right? Like, dude, come on, bruh. Come on. Right? The Rivers Hoopers, all of your fucking highlights are bloopers. You know? I, I, I do better. Do fucking better. Right? But I digress. Right? J. Cole uh, made his uh, professional basketball debut in Africa. Um, for a team called the Rwanda Patriots. And, and bro, listen, yo, he came out harder than fucking Kobe in his prime. Legit. J. Cole came out on fire, right? He finished the game with three points, right? <laughs> three rebounds and two assists all in 17 minutes. I mean, listen, bro, that's not bad, Right? That shit right there is not bad. And also, I believe that his team won. Right? They won the fucking match. I mean, bruv, yo, yo. Just, just analyze those numbers. Right? Three points, three rebounds, and two assists in 17 minutes. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Think about it. That shit is not fucking bad. His name is Maui Ma. Please get it right, you piece of shit. I mean, bruv, yo, if you really think about it, you know, J. Cole, you know, he, he did a bit of everything. I mean, you know, he's doing a lot better than Kyle Kuzma, right? I mean, dude, yo, if you're to really think about it, J. Cole did better, you know, on his debut than, you know, I hate to say it, Andre Drummond. Let's just, yo, let's just be honest with ourselves, Right? I mean, bro, yo, three points, three rebounds, two assists in 17 minutes, that's not bad, right? That's a bit of everything. That's not bad. The Jip, bro, it's not bad at all. You feel me? But, you know, it is what it is, bro. I'm happy for J. Cole. You know? I'm happy for J. Cole. You feel me? And while we are here talking about sports, um, I'd like to take this moment to apologize to uh, um, Ellen Shearer, you know. 
shit, man, you know. I, I think on one of these episodes, you know, like a few months back, I don't know which episode exactly, but I think I said that um, Alan Shearer finished his career without winning anything. I said that he did not even win the fucking Premier League, but he did. He did. Alan Shearer actually won the Premier League in 1995 with Blackburn Rovers. Legit. So, bruv, I'd like to take this moment to say to Alan Shearer, right, the greatest goal scorer in Premier League history. I think he has 260 goals. I'd like to say it to Alan Shearer. I'm sorry, sir. I'm fucking sorry, okay? I'm sorry, Alan. I never meant to hurt you. <laughs> I never meant to make you cry. But tonight, I'm cleaning up my closet. Right? And I'm coming out of the closet. Listen, I'm gender non-binary. Okay? I identify as everything. I identify as the fucking plastic in the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. <laughs> right? I'm sorry, Alan. Right, I'm cleaning up my fucking closet. Legit. Legit, right, legit. I identify as the fucking plankton that's out there eating this fucking plastic in the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. Ah! All facts. Right? Plastic is a fucking problem on this year planet. It's a huge fucking problem. Right? And last week, you know, we, we got a bit of a... You know, idea of who's in charge of this single-use plastic problem, right? I was out there doing a bit of reading like I always do. You feel me? So I read this fucking report last week that, that came out and said that half of the world's single-use plastic is made by 20 big companies. And two of those companies are U.S. companies. ExxonMobil, or is it Mobile, and Dow, Right? They lead the fucking pack. And they're followed by a company called Sinopac. And it's Chinese. Right? It's a fucking Chinese-owned petrochemicals giant. Right? And some company called Indorama Ventures, which is based in Bangkok. These motherfuckers, right, are some of the gods of the single-use plastic world. Gods of the game, Rockefeller chain. And brav, I also learned, right, who invests in these fucking companies. Who's ensuring that the world keeps getting single-use plastic. And listen, brav, right? Single-use plastic, like, it's, it's, it's fucking essential. You feel me, brav? It, it plays a big role in our fucking lives. You know? Right? It plays a big role in our fucking lives, right? Roles such as allowing food to last longer. You feel me? It, you know, it does a bit of this, a bit of that. It is what it is. We need plastic in some things. You feel me? But overall, you know, single-use plastic is a fucking polluter. Like, it's just, it's fucking up our planet. Right? Climate change is real, guys. It's fucking real. So, bruv, who invests in the manufacturing of single-use plastic? Well, some of the most familiar names in finance. 
including companies that control mutual funds and retirement savings accounts, including Vanguard and BlackRock, right? right? And also, also, the production of uh, single-use plastic is financed by the world's biggest banks, including Barclays and J.P. Morgan Chase. By the way, governments also play a big role in the manufacturing of single-use plastics. Of course, obviously, about 40% of the largest single-use plastic makers are partly owned by governments, including China and Saudi Arabia. No shit. <laughs> right? Like, it just makes perfect sense. Right? It makes perfect fucking sense. It is what it is. All I'm saying is, we are fucked. That's all I'm saying. You know? The world is just fucked. Everything is just, it's just, you know, hey, listen, listen, buckle the fuck up. Okay? Buckle the fuck up. So, bruv, with that said, right? With that said, I want to send a message to my Chinese people, right? In China, right? I want to say to my Chinese people, hey, keep Mining. <laughs> okay? Okay? Keep mining Bitcoin. I mean, bro, listen. Who gives a fuck if Bitcoin mining consumes more energy than fucking Malaysia? Who gives a fuck? The world is already fucked. Climate change is here. And it's here to stay, bruv, because the damage is fucking irreversible. You can't fucking reverse this shit. Right? It's fucking irreversible. It is what it is. There's a fucking hole in the ozone layer. <laughs> okay? The food supply is fucked. Our fruits and vegetables are drowning in Roundup. Glyphosate is causing cancer. Our food has no essential amino acids, which means that our food have no fucking proteins. So we are eating dead plants that look ripe for consumption. Bruh, we are fucked. Okay? Our plants are missing a fucking enzyme called EPSPS, which is being blocked in the fucking shikimate pathway because of Roundup. So thank you, Monsanto, which is now owned by Bayer. Thank you. Thank you, bruv. Right? Our food. <laughs> bruv. Our food has zero essential amino acids. Right? And amino acids create proteins. And bruv, proteins are the building blocks of life. Fam, I'm out here cracking codes. Right? Listen, bruv. Our bodies create 26 amino acids. 26, right? Like the fucking alphabet. 26. You feel me? And, and, and. That 26 is not enough. We are supposed to get nine more amino acids. These nine amino acids are called essential amino acids. And we only get these fucking nine amino acids from our food. Especially plants. Right? Right? Now you see where I'm going with it, right? Because of Roundup, a fucking herbicide, and other pesticides, bruh, 
yo, our food <laughs> has no fucking, dude, I, we are fucked, okay? Our food have no essential amino acids, which means our bodies cannot create enough proteins. We are fucked. This is why everybody's so sick. This is why. Right? This is why. You feel me? This is why kids are fucking autistic. Right? Men are getting Parkinson's. Women are getting fucking Alzheimer's and dementia. Bruh, yo, this is why the world is so fucking sick. Roundup has the world in a fucking vice grip. I'm out here cracking the Da Vinci code. It is what it is. It is what it is. Right? Maybe big food is going to kill me after this shit. But our food supply is fucked. And not only that. By the way, when glyphosate was created, glyphosate was created as a fucking antibiotic. So glyphosate, right? The core element of Roundup, a herbicide that is sprayed on all of our fucking plants, on every single farm, in every single farm, right? Glyphosate is sprayed up, Roundup is sprayed up on all of our food, from carrots to fucking, to fucking apples, cabbage, lettuce. Like, dude, we, hey, hey, bruh, we are fucked. <sighs> Glyphosate is a fucking antibiotic, right? Now, fam, listen to this. Where it is, only 0.1%, right, of the fucking glyphosate that's out here actually gets onto the fucking plants, meaning only 0.1% of glyphosate that is being sprayed on our food, right, is actually impacting the food. Meaning, there's 99.9% that is out there, right? So, bruv, where does this 99.9% of glyphosate go? Well, it goes into the fucking water. Yeah, it goes into fucking underground aquifers. And some of it gets into our rivers. And then what happens? Those fucking rivers... Right? Evaporate. The water in those fucking rivers evaporate. You feel me? And then what happens? What happens? Some of that fucking glyphosate becomes a part of our fucking breathing air. Right? And then, and then, some of that glyphosate gets into the fucking clouds. So you see what's happening, right? We are eating an antibiotic. And we are breathing in an antibiotic. And then, when it rains... <laughs> Antibiotics. Bruh, yo, I, I don't know. I, I really don't fucking know. Right? And there was a case against um, Monsanto. Um, I think in 2019, if I'm not mistaken. Right? And the people who fucking sued Monsanto basically won that fucking case. Right, these people came out and said that, yo, our loved ones got cancer because of Roundup. They got cancer because of this fucking glyphosate. And they won the case. So, bro, I, listen, I really don't fucking know. I, I, I don't know. The world is fucked. So when I see these kids like Kayla Walsh and fucking Greta Thunberg, right? Like, I, I, I go, hey, it's over. 
Okay, just fucking pack it up. Have fun while you are still here. Right? And this shit is a fucking simulation anyway. You feel me? None of this shit means anything. So have fun. Hug your mom. Play video games. Like, just play. Be a child. Be a fucking child. Right? So my message to my people in China, keep mining Bitcoin. It is what it is. Okay? Keep mining Bitcoin. Keep mining Bitcoin. Bruh, where it is, Bitcoin mining used electricity at a rate equivalent to around 150 terawatt hours per year. Right? Which is more than the entire annual energy consumption of the Netherlands. Who gives a fuck? Keep mining! <laughs> Keep mining. Keep fucking mining. Where it is, Bitcoin may gobble up as much energy as all the data centers in the world combined. Who gives a fuck, my niggas? Keep mining! Keep mining, Pang Gang! <laughs> Keep mining. Keep fucking mining. Bitch made. Pang Dang is bitch made. Keep mining. Keep fu- Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Go back to China. Go join your fucking cousins in China and mine these fucking bitcoins. Legit. Make Elon Musk richer than he already is. He deserves it. Right? He's a white straight man. And soon he won't be allowed to talk. So keep mining, Pang Dang. Keep mining. Life is fucking crazy, bruv. The Da Vinci Code. I'm out here cracking the fucking code. My nigga, listen. Listen, I'm here now. I'm fucking here. I'm here, bruv. My fucking brain is just working overtime. It's just joke after joke. Right? I know so fucking much, bruv. My brain is just... I know a lot. I know a lot. Legit. I'm like a fucking oracle. Jet. Call me the fucking eye of Ekuruleni. Yeah. I'm the eye of Ekuruleni, bruv. A.K.A. the Sam Potter Bridges of podcasting. I see all. I see all. Jet. Jet. Oh, and by the way, UFOs are real. So, you know, aliens are real. So it is what it is. <laughs> Right? UFOs are real. And Asa Brocky came out and he said that um, Rihanna is the love of his life. You know? Hey, hey, hey. UFOs are real. Okay? You, hey. UFOs are real. And Rihanna is uh, Asa Brocky's, um, you know? <laughs> right? Dream girl, evidently. ASAP came out and said, hey, Rihanna is the love of my life. And I was like, okay, you know, right? Her last A-Rap nigga said the same thing, you know. And uh, Drake has, has been saying that Rihanna is the love of his life as well. So evidently, oh, dude, let me tell you this, you know, Rihanna is from Barbados, brah. You feel me? Like, yo, oh no, bro, yo, yo, Rihanna is from Barbados, Baloya, Copa Beatles. Motherfuckers be out there air frying their cats and shit. It is what it is. She's from Barbados. These are all facts. 
right? They got the fucking voodoo over there. You think Limpopo is wild, brah? Take your talents to Barbados. Those motherfuckers will fucking bewitch you. It is what it is. Abracadabra! Everybody is like Harry Potter over there. Legit! These are all just, you know, these are all facts. Right? These are all fucking facts. Right? Motherfuckers think Limpopo is wild. You think Maputo is wild. Bruh, go to Barbados. Right? Them niggas right there will turn you into a fucking ant. They'll turn you into a fucking, yo, into a cockroach. Bruh, be careful. Right? Evidently, Rihanna is out here putting a fucking spell on these niggas. Right? Oh, Rihanna is the love of my life. Every guy says that. Every guy. Or maybe Rihanna is a fucking alien. Because, hey, UFOs are real. You know? I don't know, man. You know? I really don't fucking know, bro. I really don't fucking know. You know? All I know is I'm Andrew Giuliani. looks like a fucking goof. <laughs> Legit. He looks like a fucking goof. Mamma mia! Mamma mia! Mamma mia! Mamma mia! And oh, by the way, um, BMI, uh, the body mass index, is actually racist. You know, it wasn't made nor meant for black people. Um, so, if you are black, uh, I advise you to stop checking your body mass index. These are all facts. You know, I'm sorry, not sorry. I'm the Sam Potter Bridges of podcasting. All I do is deliver. And I deliver facts. You know? I deliver facts. Feel me? I'm sorry. Hey, listen. I'm fucking sorry. Okay? I'm sorry. You know? I'm sorry. BMI, racist. It's fucking racist. Do your Googles. Learn about it. Ay, ay, ay. You know? Where it is, when they created it, you know, they just focused on, on white people. White males, you know, who in the future won't be allowed to talk, by the way. You know, so. So if you're in China, keep mining. Make these fucking straight white males, right? Richer than they already are. Legit. Keep mining those fucking bitcoins. We have to preserve, we have to preserve white privilege. Okay? We have to preserve white privilege. It's important. Why? Because, because we need the straight white man to continue to fucking talk. These are all facts. Right? These are all fucking facts. You know, the world is fucked. The world is fucking fucked, bruh. I really don't know what's going on out here. I mean, bruh, yo, last week I saw a story about a giant baby. <laughs> Did y'all see this fucking kid, bro? I mean, fam, dude, what the fuck are these kids eating? What are they feeding these kids? Huh? What the fuck are these kids being fed? Like, bro, like, like, like dude, so somebody needs to fucking, I, I, I don't know. 
I don't know. Like, like we, we need to fucking research what's in our food exactly. Like, dude, I, I know that, you know, there's fucking countless documentaries about our food supply. But, bruh, yo, fam, what's going on? We need more. Okay, we need more fucking documentaries, more fucking reports and studies because the food supply is just crazy. Legit, bro, did y'all see this big-ass kid? Huh? Some woman pulled up on fucking TikTok last week, right? And she fucking shared the weight of her son in a fucking video. And, and of course, like, millions of people watched this shit. Bro, she came out, right? And said that when her son was born, the kid weighed a fucking whopping 12 pounds and six ounces of just of raw steel legit of raw fucking steel 12 pounds and six ounces i mean bro dude where it is the kid came out of the hospital <laughs> wearing three month clothing like fam he came out of the fucking hospital, right? Rocking senior citizen clothes. The, I mean, fam, 12 pounds? Bruh, who the fuck is this kid? And this kid is just, he looks, I mean, he doesn't look real. He doesn't look real. I'm looking at a picture, right? Of a fucking nurse or doctor just holding him up. I, I mean, bruh, bruh, this is not a child. This is something else. Legit. And fam, yo, he looks like, you've seen that fucking meme, right? Of a grown-ass man rocking a fucking baby mask. <laughs> right? A crying, a crying face baby mask. You've seen that shit, right? That's how this kid looks. I mean, bro, this is just, well, what's going on here? This kid doesn't look real, bruv. Right? When he was born, yo, fam, 12 pounds, 6 ounces. That's crazy. He came out of the hospital, right? Wearing three-month clothing, size one diapers. Bruh! <laughs> he came out of the fucking hospital. Like, I, I mean... He, he was a grown-ass man when he came out the fucking hospital. Size one diapers, right? And now, he's fucking six months old, right? And he wears 18-month clothing. I, I mean, fam. I want Maui to be the father of my 15 kids. You know what? Fuck it. Make it 35 little rascals. Round one. Fight! This kid is different, bruv. Legit, I have never seen anything like this. Bruh, this kid came out the womb looking like Joe Frazier in his prime. Okay, bruv, this kid is built like a block of project buildings. He's a whole fucking Bigfoot. He's Sasquatch. He's gonna play for the Dallas Mavericks in a few years because, bruv, yo, yo, he's built like four Luka Doncic's all rolled in one. He's a true tower of terror. All facts. He bullied his way out of his mother's womb and dropped a new banger 
on his first day out, called first day out, produced by Boy Wanda and the Rugrats, and then he ate the fucking Rugrats. Bruh, this kid is so big, okay? He's the big homie now. <laughs> Legit! He's so big that we gotta call him the fucking big homie now. He's every broke dude's idol now. He's an OG fresh out the fucking womb. Call him Omni Baby, bruv. Legit, he's Omni Baby. All facts, bruv. And Omni Baby is here to prove who's really invincible. This kid is the leader of the new Monstars on Space Jam 2. Legit, bruv. Like, fam, dude, this kid is on Dwayne The Rock Johnson's meal plan. This baby is what we call a unit. This baby is a fucking unit. Zion who? Zion Williamson who? Fam, dude, he's a giant of a man. <laughs> Legit! We can't call this fucking baby a baby. No! He's a giant of a man. He fathered himself. He created himself in his own image. Now let's pray. Father God, I am just learning how to pray. Bear with me. First, I thank you for the life of everyone that's here with me. Then I thank you for the love you give me. Why? I don't know. I don't deserve it, and it hurts inside. Many a nights I cried and called your name out loud, but didn't call you when I was doing good, too proud. And still you gave me love. I wasn't used to that. Most of the people that gave me love ended up taking it back. That's something new to me. So I'm asking you for time to adjust. Let me make it there. I will be one you can trust. What I stand for, I put my life on, I do. I guess what I'm asking is, show me how to stand for you. And I will rap for you, sing for you, reach for you, preach for you, teach for you. I will love you like you love me, unconditionally. And I will always be prepared for whatever the mission will be. Give the nutrition to me and I'll properly digest it. And when I give it back, I will show you word well invested. And whenever I go, before I go, let me give. Thanks to you, Lord, for my birth, for every day that I've lived. You gave me a love most of my life I didn't know was there. I give you my life because you cared. Amen.
I'm about listen, I'm about to be a really, really fun DJ. I'm gonna be a You call yourself a player, but I fucked your 4K TV. Robot Thug Lives Matter. Because I know somewhere deep down in my heart. I still love you. Cry me a river. <laughs> Cry me a river. <laughs> oh, this cold You and I decided we were going to take our space, and what happened? Yeah, and then I got into an entanglement with August. An entanglement with August. An entanglement with August. An entanglement. An entanglement. An entanglement with August. An entanglement with August. An entanglement with August. An entanglement. An entanglement. An entanglement with August. An entanglement with August. An entanglement with August. An entanglement. An entanglement. An entanglement with August. Into an entanglement with August. An entanglement with August. With August. With August. An entanglement with August. An entanglement with August. An entanglement with August. With August. 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 Entanglement with August. An entanglement with August. An entanglement. An entanglement. An entanglement with August. An entanglement with August. An entanglement with August. An entanglement. An entanglement. An entanglement with August. There's so many emotions at the end of the season. Nobody likes to talk about it, but one of them is fear. Fear that you come this far and it could all end. The dream could die. But me, I like the fear. It means I'm close. It means I'm ready. You're now listening to the Sam Porter Bridges of Podcasting. You little bitch. Bro, you think bro, I'm going to pull up on you, bro. Stop bullying my little sister. Don't touch her chips no more. Bro, okay. I'm going to pull up on you. Where you at? Where bro, you at? Y'all want to pull up on me? Pull up bro, on me. I promise you. Touch pull my up. little sister. Bro, touch my little sister. Pull then I'm pull up. I'm going to pull up. Pull up. Okay, bro. I'm going to pull up on you. I'm on my way there. Bitch ass white boy. Savage! I'm a savage! Oh! I'm a savage! Whatever I want, I'm going to get! Whatever I want, I have to get! Yes! What's next? What's next? I gotta get it. I'm not gonna stay fucking down. I'm not gonna stay fucking lying down. I'm not. I can't do that, man. I can't do that. What's next? Give me something else. What can't you do? I can do it. I can do anything. Lasted how long? Nine years. 180 episodes. You gave it up, right? I did. They didn't cancel you. You canceled them.
You're not aware of this? No, I'm asking you. You think I got canceled? Are you under the impression uh, that I, I got canceled? I hurt you, Jerry? I thought don't, that was pretty well documented. Don't this is most a, shows is this go down. Don't most shows go down a little? Most people do also. You were, but, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I went off the air. I was the number one show on television, Larry. You were do all, you know who I am? <laughs> Jewish guy, Brooklyn. Yes. Okay. 75 million viewers. Last okay. episode. Wait. Don't take like it so kids. bad. Well, that's a, that's a big difference between being canceled and being number one. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll be right back. Jeez. B-movie opens. <laughs> B-movie opens. Can get a resume in here for B -movie me? B-movie opens tomorrow. We'll be right back. My best a cornucopia of truths. I blame the fucking food supply. <laughs> Legit. I blame the fucking food supply. The reason why this kid is this big is because of the fucking food. This kid is hopped up on antibiotics. He's hopped up on fucking glyphosate. Legit. Right? I mean, dude, just look at how big this fucking kid is. I, this makes no fucking sense. Listen, do yourself a favor and Google this kid. Just say big baby TikTok. I don't know. <laughs> right? This kid is just fucking huge. He's a fucking giant. Right? He came out weighing what? 12 pounds and 6 ounces. Uh, th that's insane. That's fucking crazy. Right? Legit, bro. Just look at how big this fucking kid is. This kid was probably just fucking ripping this poor woman to shreds from within. All facts. How the fuck did she carry this fucking monster to term? This kid, I mean, dude. This woman was legit carrying a whole fucking man. Legit, she gave birth to a guy. <laughs> legit. She gave birth to some dude. This is crazy, bruv. Right? There's nothing fucking precious about this kid. This kid is not precious. No. Nope. Nope, right? This kid might as well just, you know, go join fucking Kayla Walsh's uh, militia. Might as well, right? Might as well join the fucking Massachusetts arm of Hamas. It is what it is. Jesus fucking Christ. This poor woman, bruv, right? She was out there just fucking just, just carrying a shooter. <laughs> Legit. She was carrying a shooter for nine months. This kid is a fucking shooter. The fuck? She was out there carrying Lil Reese, bruh. At this rate, this kid is taller than Lil Reese. Legit. She was out there carrying fucking Chief Keef. <laughs> it's crazy. Right? It's fucking crazy, bro. You know? Life is just wild, bruv. But yo, listen, I blame the fucking food supply, bruv. This kid is hopped up on antibiotics. 
right? Like our fucking chickens. You feel me? Our chickens are just fucking wild. Oh, facts. They are chicks today and fucking grown-ass chickens tomorrow. Legit. Our chickens legit grow overnight. Why? Because antibiotics. They be out there fucking struggling to walk and shit. And some of these chickens eat other chickens. It's, 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 it's a whole thing. Right? Chickens are fucking cannibals. You know? Chickens are cannibals. Right? Some chickens be out here eating rats and shit. We live in a crazy time, bruv. You know? So buckle the fuck up. The food supply is poisoned. This is craziness. You know, this is fucking wild, right? So I blame everything on the fucking food. It's the food, you know, it's the fucking food, you know? I mean, bro, South Africa is still talking about the arms deal. Let that shit sink in, bro. We are still talking about the arms deal, you know? This shit popped up in 1999. And we are still talking about it today. Right? That's what? 22 years later? We are still talking about the fucking arms deal? I mean, I mean, dude, what are we doing here? What the fuck are we doing here, bruv? You know, the NC was trying to buy some fucking weapons back in the day and a bunch of dudes stole money. It is what it is. Let it go. Let it fucking go. Corruption is everywhere. Right? All of these niggas been looting. Motherfuckers loot all over the fucking place. It is what it is. Let's just let it go. It happened. Right? Dudes are still talking about Shabir Sheikh and Jacob Zoom. I mean, bruh. Yo, bruh. Dude, I mean, it's over. Let it go. Okay? Just let it go. Let it go. It's over. Right? Niggas are talking about fucking Tony Angani and fucking Cheapy Shake and Jacob Zoma, Tabumbeki, Shabir Shake, Fana Shongwani. I mean, bruh, dude, yo, fam, I don't give a fuck if Patricia DeLille was a fucking whistleblower or not. Let it go. It's over. <laughs> okay? It's fucking over. Let's wrap it up. You know, it's 2021. We got bigger problems. We have a fucking pandemic over here, right? And a fucking third wave to deal with. Let it go, right? Let it go. Let it go. Please, just fucking let it go, right? Instead of focusing on the fucking arms deal that happened in 1999, let's try to fix the fucking food supply. Motherfuckers are poor over here. Let's fix the fucking education system. Instead of telling the kids to stay home, instead of closing the fucking schools, how about we fucking restructure the education system? How about we fucking reform and fix the education system? How about that? You know? How about that? I mean, I mean, dude, like, like what are we talking about in this fucking country, bruv? And fam, yo, yo, dude. Yo, let me let me just let me just gather myself a little bit before I say what I'm about to say. Let me just let me just let me let me just gather myself, okay, fam. 
I saw some cock, okay, on the news last week discussing the arms deal, okay. And, bro, this fucking cuck, this asshole, fam, he calls himself an arms deal activist. <laughs> bro, hey. An arms deal activist? What the fuck is an arms deal activist? Like, fam, dude, when I saw that dude, I was like, bro, were you even born? When the fucking arms deal popped up? Like, dude, it happened in 1999. How old were you in 1999? Bruh, we have a bunch of fucking 21-year-olds and 22-year-olds. Calling themselves arms deal activists. What, what are we talking about? What's happening? I blame the food. I blame the food. It's all in the food. It's all in the fucking food. I mean, I mean, bro, I, I really don't get. <laughs> huh? Just imagine. Just imagine being so fucking cockified. That you label yourself an arms deal activist. I mean, bruh. I mean, fam. The fucking pussification of everything is, is beyond me. It's fucking beyond me. I, I, I can't believe this. I can't believe that there's a guy who was probably two years old in 1999. There's a guy out there walking around calling himself, proudly so, right? An arms deal activist. I mean, bruh, the fuck is going on out here? What's going on out here, bruv? Ah, 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 ah. Life is fucking wild, bruv. And I blame the food. Of course. I blame the fucking food. It is what it is. It's all in the food. You know? It's all in the food. Right? We have giant babies and we have people who were babies in 1999 now calling themselves fucking, you know, arms deal activists. It's crazy. And oh, by the way, by the way, talking about babies, Naomi Campbell is a, is a new mom. You know, she's 50 years old and... She's got a kid, so uh, congratulations to Naomi. It is what it is, and I'm pretty sure she got the kid via a fucking surrogate. Because if she actually got pregnant, that shit is crazy. <laughs> okay? If she got pregnant, that shit right there, crazy. And family, that has happened before, right? I think um, Jenna Jackson, you know, went through that, right? Late in her fucking 40s or some shit, she got pregnant, crazy. Bloody hell, what in the actual fuck is going on? That's fucking crazy. <laughs> Legit. It's fucking wild, but it is what it is. You know, congratulations to Naomi Campbell. Um, bismillah. More life. You know. And bruv, Joe Biden came out last week and he said that um, he expects significant de-escalation um, between Israel and um, Gaza. You know, so, I don't know. You know, I really don't know because over 200 Palestinians have been killed and around 58,000 have been displaced, you know, in, um, 
Israel's bombardment. You feel me? And where it is, uh, one of these fucking airstrikes killed a Palestinian journalist. So, I don't know, man. You feel me? Like, like well, what's going on over there? Like, what's happening between Gaza and, and Israel? It's just wild, you know. And, of course, you know, Israel is, is committing, you know, some fucking war crimes over there. You know, because they are targeting um, Hamas's tunnels. Right, they call these fucking tunnels the, the fucking metro, if I'm not mistaken, the metro system, right? And so, <clears throat> Israeli uh, soldiers were out there just fucking dropping bomb after bomb after bomb, trying to get these fucking tunnels to uh to collapse, you know, because that's how Hamas moves around, right? They move underground. Where it is, these fucking tunnels are basically um a city underneath the fucking city of Gaza, you know, so. They are a fucking city unto themselves. So life is fucking wild over there, bro. You know? And Hamas is basically just using um, civilians as um, a human fucking shield. Let's be honest. That's exactly what's happening over there. Hence Hamas built this fucking tunnel network underneath Gaza City. Like, they built this tunnel network underneath Gaza City because they are using these fucking civilians, right, these poor Palestinians, as um as a shield, you know? Because they know that in case Israel attacks, right, these fucking tunnels, Israel is not going to have a fucking, uh, you know, choice but to hit Gaza City and, you know, kill civilians in the process. You know, and I'm not saying that Israel is in the right. No, Israel is also in the wrong. You feel me? They are committing fucking war crimes as it is. And I, it's like, you know, both sides are just, I don't know, man. You know, and I see a lot of people taking sides. I see some people forcing other people to take a side. No. No, don't take a fucking side. Right? I know that Israel is doing a bit too much. Right? Israel is doing too much. Israel is in the fucking wrong. And every single day, they get more and more wrong. It is what it is. Right? Right? So, you know, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, don't be out here taking sides if you don't understand the history behind this conflict. You know? You feel me? I mean, this conflict looks super complicated. Right? It looks convoluted on the fucking surface. But the more I study right, this beef, the more I realize that it's, it's, it's not that complex. You know what I mean? It's, it's very straightforward. Right? I mean, bro, you gotta, you know, you, you have to go back to the fucking Arab and Israeli war, right, of 1948 and 1949. Right? When um, the Palestinians waged war against the newly formed Israel. You feel me? Palestinians attacked Israel first. And that's how this fucking beef started. To life, to life, l'chaim. L'chaim, l'chaim, to life. Life has a way of amusing us, blessing and bruising us. Drink l'chaim to life. What's gotten into him? Oh, maybe a couple of 
couple virgin Kubelibres that turned out to be kinda slutty. Didn't. Hey, you do your experiments, I do mine. So, bruv, why did the Palestinians attack or wage war on Israel when Israel was formed in the 1940s? Well, um, they started the war because uh, they wanted to keep Palestine um, Arabic, you know? So, back in those days, the Palestinians were in the position that Israel is currently in. The Palestinians waged war on Israel because they wanted to keep Palestine Arab. They wanted to keep Palestine Islamic. You know? They wanted to keep it Islam. It is what it is. These are all facts. Right? The first Arab and Israeli war was basically a fucking, you know, ethnic cleansing. It was based on that. You feel me? But then, things didn't go well for the Palestinians. <laughs> right? They lost the war. Right? And then, post the war, Israel started gobbling up Palestine. And flipping Palestine into Israel. Right? So, it is what it is. Basically, this beef started because of you know, xenophobia, racism, prejudice, hatred, all of that, right? All of that. You feel me? The Arabic Palestinian government at the time, you know, they said, now nah, we want to keep Palestine um, Arabic, right? Or Islamic. You feel me? And they waged war on Israel and that war just, just went AWOL and they lost the war. Right, the Palestinians lost the war, and post the war, Israel started just gobbling up land, and then eventually, you know, Palestine became Israel. You feel me? So this beef goes deep. You know, it goes deep. You feel me? The Palestinians started it, and I'm guessing the Israelis, you know, are trying to fucking end it. Right, and they're going about it in a horrible way. <laughs> like it's it's like it's it's just all fuck. It's messy. It's fucking messy. Right. This is what happens when we worship flags and religions and all these things. Like it just things just get messy. Right. Racism, prejudice, xenophobia, all these things. Like they complicate life. Right? They complicate life because at the end of the fucking day, we are all human beings. You feel me? So listen, bruv. Yes, free Palestine. Yeah, free Palestine. I agree with that. But at the same time, Hamas needs to fucking relax. You feel me? Hamas needs to fucking chill. Right? Hamas needs to fucking rebuild its relationship with the PA, the Palestinian Authority. 
in the West Bank. Right? I mean, fam, dude, like, like this, yo, fam, like, you need to study how this fucking war started, how this beef started, in order for you to understand what's going on over here, bruv. Right? It ain't that deep. It ain't that deep, bruv. Racism, xenophobia, all of that started this fucking beef. Right? It ain't that fucking deep. You know? Study the fucking Oslo Accords. Right? Go back and study the fucking Camp David Accords. Like, dude, just fucking study this shit. It ain't that deep. It's all based on fucking prejudice. And racism. And ethnic cleansing. I'm not saying that what the Israelis are doing is not a form of ethnic cleansing. It is. But, but, back in the days, the Palestinians tried to do the same thing to the Israelis. Why? Because they hate Jewish people. Well, they hated Jewish people. And in many ways, they still do. These are all facts. Right? Because if you were to study the fucking events, you know, uh, that occurred leading up to this recent beef... That uh, the Palestinians and the Israelis are fucking engaging in right now. Like, bro, if you were to just study those events, what you'll find is, it's like, you know, it's just, it's just weird, man. It's just fucking weird. I, I, I don't know, man. You feel me? Like, like I really don't fucking know. Let's just analyze some of these events, okay? Let me just read you guys this piece from the NYT. Listen up. Prior to this beef sparking up again, there's been a long-standing legal battle over attempts to forcibly evict six Palestinian families from their homes in East Jerusalem. And of course, this legal battle heightened tensions in the weeks leading up to the outbreak of violence. See that? That's called prejudice, right? Racism, xenophobia, all of that. That fucking legal battle is rooted in all of that, right? Let me continue. The always tenuous peace was further tested by the overlap of the Muslim holy month of Ramadan with a month of politically charged days in Israel. A series of provocative events followed. 
Israeli forces barred people from gathering to celebrate Ramadan outside Damascus Gate, an old city entrance that is usually a festive meeting place for young people after the breaking of the daily fast during the holy month of Ramadan. Right? Then young Palestinians filmed themselves slapping an ultra-Orthodox Jew. Right? And those videos went viral on TikTok. See, bruv, like this fucking, this racism on both sides. There's hatred on both sides. And, and listen, you know, like taking sides is, is weird. I'm not taking sides. I don't give a fuck what people say about me, bruv. I ain't taking sides here. Legit. I don't stand with Israel because they are fucked up. Nor do I stand with the fucking Palestinians. Especially Hamas. Because Hamas is fucked up. Hamas is fucking wild. These niggas be out there running around in tunnels. Right? Bombing shit. Shooting shit. And kidnapping people. I mean, bruh, yo, both sides are crazy. I ain't backing none of these niggas. None of them. Nah. What's happening in Gaza is fucking tragic. It's sad to see all of those people getting killed like that, bruh. It's fucking sad. It breaks my heart. Right? It breaks my fucking heart to see kids getting killed like that. Legit. But fam, yo, Hamas is wild. Right? And Israel is fucking wild. Both sides are crazy. Legit. Both sides are fucking wild. Right? Is Israel committing war crimes? Yes. Yes, they are. Right? But on the flip side, is Hamas using these fucking Palestinian civilians as human shields? Oh, yeah. Yes, they are. So both sides are fucked up. Right? Both sides are fucking wild. It gets crazy, brother. Listen, I, I don't know. I don't fucking know. Listen, let me just continue with this, with this NYT piece, man. You know, Jesus fucking Christ. Ah, ay ay ay. And on Jerusalem Day, an annual event marking the capture of East Jerusalem during the Arab-Israeli War of 1967. I mean, bro, this shit has been going on because this recent TIFF, right, is basically a continuation of the Arab-Israeli War. Legit. Let me continue with this piece, right? Groups of young Israelis marched through the old city's Muslim quarter to reach the Western Wall, chanting, Death to Arabs. I feel him. I am told that I live. Pokan and Kalanoibo and Ingapago feel him this Bonelamuk, and Abasam Gukulana, Possibonis in Tongo, Sambizim in the I mean, bruh, like yo, both sides have lunatics in them. Both sides, right? And most of the fucking lunatics are in leadership positions because most of these fucking civilians are cool. Right, most Palestinian civilians are cool. And most Israeli civilians are cool. It's the fucking leaders. And then, of course, you're going to have, you know, some diehard Palestinians and some diehard Israelis who be out there wilding, chanting, death to Arabs. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. That's fucking dark. Legit. Right? 
But bruv, on the flip side of that, you have young Palestinians going viral on TikTok, right? For slapping ultra-Orthodox Jews on camera. It is what it is. You know? Life is crazy. Let me continue with this fucking piece. Okay? Stability in the city collapsed after a police raid on the Aqsa Mosque complex. An overture that Palestinians saw as an invasion on holy territory. Religion? See that? Muslim worshippers threw rocks and officers met them with tear gas, rubber-tipped bullets, and stun grenades. At least 21 police officers and more than 330 Palestinians were wounded in that fight. I mean, you know, I don't know, man. You know, like the, the situation is crazy. They're fighting over land. Oh, meanwhile, right, um, Israel is out there fucking annexing more land. You know what I mean? They're out there just fucking, just tripping away. Right at Palestinian land and flipping that land into, into uh, um, Israeli land. And, um, I don't know, man. You feel me? <laughs> Both sides are just you know. I don't know, man. I really don't fucking know. You know. And uh, many people keep on telling me, "Nah, stay away from this shit." No, I can't. I have to talk about this shit. Right? I have to express how I feel. Yeah, free Palestine, but at the same time, right? the same time you know Hamas is wilding right free Palestine but stop Hamas right I, I mean it is what it is and I know that um, Benjamin Netanyahu is using this shit right to gain more political clout I get it right but both sides are using this fucking conflict to gain something right Hamas wants to win more trust of the fucking Muslim world. I get it. You see, so both sides are fucked up. Right? I just feel bad for the kids, bruv. Right? And innocent people were just fucking, you know, just trying to live. It's, it's just all sadness all around, bruv. All because of a few people. You know? All because of a handful of people chasing power. I mean, it's... You know? Hey, 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 bruh, I don't know. You know, let's just go to fucking Shake Shack. <laughs> right? Let's get vaccinated and just go to Shake Shack. Right? South Africa last week started inoculating people over the age of 60. Right? So, hey, let's just take these old people to Shake Shack. Let's fly to America. Right? Let's get a fucking vaccine passport and fly to America and go to Shake Shack. You feel me? Why? Because if you are vaccinated, you know, you'll get a free fucking burger and, and chips at Shake Shack, right? Just show them your fucking COVID-19 vaccination record card and it's all good. <coughs> free fries when you get vaccinated? Um, I got vaccinated. You're saying I could get this, these delicious fries? Wait a minute. But there's also a, a burger element to this? Let me, let me check with Bill Neidhart. Is it too early in the day to eat a burger? No. This could be breakfast? Okay. I want you to look at this and think about, again, 
Some people love hamburgers, some don't. Really want to respect all ways of life. But if this is appealing to you, just think of this when you think of vaccination. Mmm. Vaccination. Mmm. <laughs> I'm getting a very good feeling about vaccination right this moment. Rest, rest before to rest, 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 rest before to rest, rest, rest. Just show them that fucking card and then boom, you'll get yourself some french fries, you know, and um, and a burger. Life is good, right? Even though the CDC came out and said that 78% of COVID-19 hospitalizations were, you know, of overweight uh, or obese people, you know, so who gives a fuck? People don't give a fuck. You know, right? Get vaccinated and then go out there and get fat. <laughs> Even though COVID-19 is literally killing fat people. You know, it is what it is. Right? On the other side, Bill Maher, you know, just caught COVID-19 even though he got inoculated. You know? He's fully vaccinated, but, you know, he got COVID-19. Feel me? So, where it is, he's fucking um, asymptomatic, but, you know, there's what it is. Like, do these fucking vaccines work? Yes or no? But, you know, I get it. You know, science is science. Hence, um, they said that the efficacy of these fucking vaccines is around 95, 96%. So, you know, there's still room, you know, for fucking COVID-19 to play around with. Right? There's still fucking room for COVID-19 to still fucking do the nay-nay on ya. Right? Post-inoculation. It is what it is. You feel me? The world is just crazy, man. You know? Ariana Grande is married. I mean, yeah, I mean, fam. You know? You know what I mean? Like, like oh, it's just, just... Oh, yeah, yeah. It is what it is. Right? Ariana Grande's married and Bill Gates is out there divorcing. Where is Bill Gates is out there just wilding, right? He's out there just fucking wilding, right? Pursuing women at Microsoft. I mean, I mean, damn, bro. Like, yo, fam, right? There are too many Derek Jacksons out here. <laughs> Legit, right? There are too many fucking Derek Jacksons out here. Life is just fucking wild. You know? Life is wild. Right? And fucking Bill de Blasio, you know, the mayor of New York is out there just telling people to get inoculated and then take their talents to fucking Shake Shack. You know? More life, bruv. Legit, hey, listen, more life. Like, life is a fucking joke. Okay? Meanwhile, while all of that is happening, right, we have fucking <laughs> arms deal activists still talking about the arms deal. Right? Oh, that person stole money. That person did this. That person, they looted. They stole this. I mean, just let it go. Let it go. You feel me? But bruh, yo, listen. I saw Jacob Zuma dancing last week. Listen, bruh, listen. Yo, when Jacob Zuma starts singing 
and dancing. Yo, dude, when he starts singing fucking struggle songs, it's over. Okay? It's fucking over. Legit, bruv. Yo, fam. Yo. Yo, dude. Dude. Do you know what I like about Jacob Zuma, bruv? I like the fact that Jacob Zuma, you know, he's using his fucking privilege. Right? Because, bruh, yo, black people have been struggling for way too long. Think about it. Black people have been struggling. Right? Especially over here in South Africa. Right? But now, bruv, it's our time. It's our fucking time. Legit. So, fam, when I see Jacob Zuma, I'm like, damn. Wow. Right? Just look at that fucking man. Right? He's a black, straight man. Whom, after all of these years, after fuck, dude, after all of those years, he spent struggling. Finally, he has a voice. Right? He's a black, straight man. Who's now allowed to talk? And listen, bruv, that shit is beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. Because, yo, Jacob Zuma struggled for way too long. Black people have been struggling over here. And, bruv, in many ways, they're still struggling. Right? Right? In, In many ways, you know. You know. Our black leaders are keeping... Black people, poor, but hey, listen, that's neither here nor there. Jacob Zuma, right, is a black man, right? A black, straight, polygamist man who has a billion wives, right? Who has looted fucking billions of rands. Look at him, he's thriving. You feel me, bruv? He's finally allowed to talk. You know? Right? And white straight men are just going mute. Right? It's beautiful. Life is fucking beautiful. I'm out here cracking codes. This is the Dominici Code. It's getting spooky. 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 Weird times. Global weirding. So much going on. We're going to start at the Etihad, where the champions, Manchester City, have been awarded the Premier League trophy in the last 15 minutes. They signed off in style with a 5-0 win over Everton. And what a day for Sergio Aguero. In his final Premier League game, he came off the bench to score twice. This was the moment he and City have been waiting for. 
In dark times for us all, they have re-emerged as by far football's brightest light. A Premier League season like no other, and Manchester City are the champions. Bring back memories, Gary. Moments like this, they... I can't imagine what it must feel like. You it's can. The, it's the greatest achievement. The endurance test over a season, all the work that everybody has to put in, the ups and downs, and he knows how to navigate it, and he's done it like I never would have believed that you could do it in this league. The first Manchester City team that won the Premier League was a team of fine players, physicality, but it's now fluidity. And they're a delicious collection of football players, technically gifted, diminutive, and he's done it in a way which only Pep Guardiola could do. Still remaining a first Champions League final. They've had the retaining of the Carabao Cup, but this is the regaining of the Premier League. No wonder Sergio rubs his hands. It's that kind of moment. A season which really has tested their resilience. Very little preparation for the campaign. Their own determination pushed to the limit. But the quality of their football has made the watching world smile. And in 2021, there's no greater compliment than that. So a fairy tale goodbye for Sergio Aguero in front of the Manchester City fans, playing his final Premier League game for the club before he leaves this summer after an incredible career. And he came off the bench to score twice against Everton. Fans were back at the Etihad, but they'd have to wait to see Aguero in action. He wasn't fully fit, and with the Champions League final coming up, the forward apparently requested to start the game from the bench, which is what he did. Everton gave the champions a guard of honour, despite the title secured and the Champions League final to come next Saturday. Pep Guardiola picked a full-strength team. Both sides then gave a guard of honour to City's outgoing striker in his final game at the Etihad. Well, it could hardly have gone any better for Aguero, who came on with 25 minutes to go and scored twice as City romped to a 5-0 victory. He scored his 183rd and 184th Premier League goals for City, surpassing Wayne Rooney's record for the number of goals for a single club. So Aguero's final league appearance was, fittingly, a record-breaking one. It's my, my last game, but I'm so happy. And I'm, I'm showing a lot, so I want to say thanks to my teammates because my teammates help a lot, so thank you for, for everything. You know? To score two goals today and to become the all-time record holder of the most goals at a Premier League club, what does that mean to you?
third title for me was the the most important uh, for the club for me. And then uh, Man City start to to win it, no many many titles more. So I'm so happy because uh, it's not easy, no, to be 10 years in one club. So for me, it's it's a it's an honor, no. Are you emotional? Is it difficult for you to say goodbye? Just hours after a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas came into force this morning, there were clashes between Israeli police and Palestinians around the Al-Aqsa Mosque in the old city of Jerusalem. Violence at the holy site was one of the flashpoints that led to the 11-day conflict, which has ended with both sides claiming victory. In Gaza, at least 243 people were killed, among them more than 100 women and children. Twelve people were killed in Israel by rockets fired by Palestinian militants. Our Middle East editor Jeremy Bowen reports now from Gaza. At two in the morning, the ceasefire started. In Gaza, time to celebrate survival and to swear allegiance to Jerusalem, the holy city only 60 miles away that most Gazans have never visited. Israel forbids it. We sacrificed everything for Jerusalem, he's saying. And in Jerusalem, Palestinians were up late too, delighted that Hamas declared they were fighting for Palestinian rights in the city. Israel says Jerusalem is the eternal capital of the Jewish people and will not be divided again. First light in Gaza was not a new start. The conflict with Israel runs deep, but no airstrikes and time to reflect. Men from Islamic Jihad, which fought alongside Hamas, had no regrets. They paraded in Khan Yunus, one of Gaza's towns, to bury nine men from their unit. They were killed in a strike on a tunnel on the fourth day of bombing. Hamas thought the tunnels were safe. Locating and hitting them from the air was a significant achievement for Israel. Thousands came to honor the dead men. Here in Gaza, as well as in Israel, there is no sense that they've come to the end of their fight. The bodies could only be recovered after the ceasefire. They're digging for others. High morale here will infuriate Israeli nationalist politicians. One said Israel had surrendered to terrorism. This is a huge demonstration of support for the armed wing of Hamas, the Qassam Brigades. 
And they're sending a message as well that despite the hammering they've taken from the Israelis, that they're still here, they're still ready to fight, and they're talking as well about Jerusalem. That's been the theme of many of the chants here in the cemetery. And in Jerusalem, more violence between Palestinian worshippers and Israeli police at the Aqsa Mosque. The holy places in the city are charged with national as well as religious significance for Israelis and Palestinians. In Gaza, Hamas claimed victory as Israel did too. The ceasefire stops the killing until the next time. It doesn't settle the conflict or even freeze it. But it has transformed Gaza's streets. The people are out of hiding. A day ago, going out could get you killed. Now, there's a chance to feel alive. Now, the Israelis are keeping a close eye on what's going on here. The whole time I've been standing here, I can hear a military drone in the air above. But I think they're pretty confident the ceasefire is going to hold. On the way down from Jerusalem, I could see them packing up their Iron Dome anti-missile system, at least from some of the batteries, and taking it away on a lorry. Now, southern Israel was absolutely paralyzed by the attacks, even though there was that big disparity in casualty levels. And here in Gaza, there's a lot of rebuilding to do. People have lost their homes. But as well as that, the militant groups will be rebuilding their smashed up positions, probably their tunnels, and most of all, their arsenals. Jeremy, thank you. Jeremy Bowen there reporting in Gaza. Hello. Hello. What's your name, my love? Mary. And is it impolite to ask your age, Mary? 48. Do you have a day job? Yeah, I'm a support worker. What is it you're going to do for us today? Today I'm going to do a comedy. I've been to a comedy school. Okay. So how much did you pay to learn? I think it was 200 pounds. Okay, good luck. Thank you. Good evening, ladies. How are you feeling today? Are you all all right? Yes. No, you are all all left. did you get in your exams? Uh, yes, I passed my course. I have got the certificate. I think you should get a refund. Oh, you're sweet. Oh, thank but you. But it was very funny. It's a no from me. It's a no from me. No, darling. It's for no, Mary. Thank you. Boy, that R. Kelly can make a love song about anything, can it? Now, a lot of you might be wondering, Dave, how are you going to follow that? How else? Make some noise, ladies and gentlemen, for Paul Mooney. It's time for Ask a Black Dude. Are all their dicks really big? Or are some small, some big? Is it a mixed bag? Or we just assume they're all hung like horses? Brothers are packing. They seem to be packing. I guess that's the way of the world. That's why you have so many mixed couples. White girl ain't that crazy. Thank <laughs> you.
what we say in go? Once you go black, you don't come back. You go white, you go running back to black. Ain't that the way it goes? <laughs> it happens that way. Wasn't Mariah Carey married to a white man? And then they divorced. She was humping on black chairs. She went crazy when she got away from him. Okay, I've always wondered why black guys shave their heads. I mean, it just seems that they have great hair, and I could never figure out why so many of them shave their heads. It's just a fact. Now, white folks wear bald heads, too. You know that they're going to let a nigga have nothing. We wore naturals. They took that. They take everything. They took Tina Turner. They took Michael Jackson. They took James Brown. They gave him back. Who else they take? Lonnie Richie. Oh, they'll take stuff. So they will take, they will, they won't let us have too much fun. That's what I told some black people the other night at my show. I said, don't get, I, I said, don't get too fond of me because white folks will come in and take me. They only want niggas to have a little bit of fun. I get to talking some mess on your show. They'll take your show. They'll fix you too. I would like to thank the studio audience. I would like to thank you at home. You see, because I keeps it. Hey, what's up, man? Uh, we just got a call. Looks like you're having a lot of fun out here. Is they having a blast, yeah. man? Yeah, we, uh, we are the white guys, and uh, we've come to take over your show. What do you mean? Well, you got, what do you mean? well we already got Paul Money. Uh, now we got to take you. You took Paul? Yeah. Oh, and by the way, could you people uh, stack the chairs on the way out, please? So much. Hey, wait a minute. Wait. Get so a picture much. of me and David before we go. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, well, my daughter's going to love this. Oh, Hannah? Yeah, okay, Yeah, my smile. daughter thinks you're really smile. funny. Okay. Right, we got him now, huh? Come on. Is this still live? Yeah, we cut that? Mic, yeah, that mic's on. Yeah. Well, hey, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My... Come on, let's go. Come Help! Yeah, come on. Come on. We can make it. Help! Yeah, we can make it. Watch out, Clavin, boy. Help! Watch the step. This ain't no skit. There's help! Here we go. Come on. Come on. Inside, he's tied up by Green. Throws it back up top. James puts up the three. Oh, it's gone! LeBron James from downtown has the shot. Uh, finger to the eye. I was literally seeing three, uh, three rims out there. Um, so I just shot at the middle one, and, uh, and I was able to, uh, to the grace of the man above, I was able to knock it down. When in doubt, go for the middle yeah. rim. What did it feel like when you were down there on the floor when you? It's a great shot. And, uh, broken play. I sunk in, thinking. You know, he was kind of out of play and they found him. He got his balance just in time and knocked it down. So, um, you know, that's a, that was a tough one because you, you don't really expect it to go in. You expect us to get the rebound, come down in transition, have a possession to uh, to take the lead. But, you know, everything changes when it goes in. And, you know, all-time great players make great shots. That's what, that's what happens. Um, you know, no different tonight, but it's a tough one. As a guy who's hit so many demoralizing shots, what does it feel like being out there when you're a few feet away and you see the ball coming in from 30 feet and it goes down? Well, I've seen it before. About five years ago, I know what it's like. So this one, I was a little further away, so I ain't feel too bad about it. You're going to get to 30,000 points, and because you are the best passer in basketball, it's pretty easy to get to 8,000 <coughs> assists, and because you're 6'9", 260, 
it's pretty easy. You should get to 8,000 rebounds because you were born to get to 8,000 rebounds. Well, dang, so yeah. am, am I impressed by this? No. Skip, just shut your ass up. Uh -oh. God uh -oh. damn. You know what surprises me? The fact that you've been doing these shows for years and you've yet to give a realistic take. Get them. Come on now. How'd you even get a job critiquing athletes anyway? You're about as athletic as Carlton Banks at Bel Air Academy. Oh, Not to mention in the face you look like Green Goblin. Get him. Somebody pull up the side by side. Yup, that's oh. him. <laughs> Pumpkin throwing looking like motherfucker. Shannon, is this dude serious? He averaged 1.4 points a game as a high school senior. Yeah, I, know, I wouldn't even let him warm the water boy spot on the bench. <laughs> Come on now. Now, with all that being said, do you have anything else to say? Because you got a lot of mouth on Twitter and on this TV show when I'm not around. Say it while I'm right what here. What you got to say, Skill? Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. Identify my bitches with APs. She ain't got an AP. She is not mine. You cold? He cold. She belongs to the streets. See, most of you motherfuckers dumb and listen to stupid ass bitches like Charlemagne the God and old punk ass beta male DJ Envy. Bitch, you ought to not be talking about male issues, you punk motherfucker. You don't see Bill Gates running around doing a whole goddamn cheating tour, you punk bitch. The white boy was able to cheat like a man. Break off and break up like a man. Your bitch ass getting drugged around like a puppy on a leash, ho. You shut your bitch ass up when I'm talking. The fuck you talking about? You another light-skinned bitch. Fuck you mean. And I got a lot of light-skinned friends, but you two niggas ain't one of them. And Charlemagne, you trying to be light-skinned, bitch. A fucking punk ass rapist and a bitch ass nigga that had a leash on his neck going to cry in front of other women because he cheated. Gonna tell me anything? Y'all bitch ass niggas shut y'all goddamn mouth too. The breakfast club. The fuck you talking about? Y'all niggas don't talk about nothing important. You motherfuckers just sit up there and cry and pan the white folk. And Angela Lee, you better stop talking about men, period. You ain't got no goddamn man. We're here at the 2021 Billboard Music Awards. And now, it's time for the Billboard Artist of the Decade Award. So I'm sure you're wondering who all these people are on stage are. Well, let me explain. When Drake was asked who should present him with the Artist of the Decade, he had a lot of choices. It could have been one of his peers, it could have been one of his mentors. It could have just been one of his very famous friends that are interesting. But he looked me straight in the eye and said, it should be you guys, my friends and family, the people that have been there every step of the way with me. You see, that's just who Drake is. He's the most kind, selfless, generous person we know. Here's a little bit more about the artist of the decade. Let me tell you something. Actors don't rap. Rappers don't sing. Rappers don't come from Canada. 
Where the fuck is Canada? I'm supposed to believe in this light skin, R&B face, crying on every song. Does he even write his own songs? Does he even write his own songs? Write his own songs? I promise you, this is never gonna work. This is never gonna last. Even if he had a cosign, even if Lil Wayne cosigned, it doesn't even matter. Okay, best I ever had was a cute one, but he needs another one. Nah, another one. Nah, f that. You know what? Okay, he did it, but can he do it again? No, again. No, again. No, again. You know what? He's just a lucky guy. Are we sure it's luck? Nine number one albums. Six number one songs. A record 232 songs on the Billboard charts. 45 top 10 chart positions, the most of any artist ever. Are we sure it's luck? The first artist to debut at number one, two, and three simultaneously. More weeks on the Hot 100 than Elvis Presley, Elton John, Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson. Most streamed artists of all time. 13 Billboard Awards, the most ever in one night. 27 total Billboard Awards, the most wins in music history. A record 431 weeks on Hot 100. Luck is defined as success or failure apparently brought by chance rather than through one's own action. This is far from chance. This is purposeful choices, selfless gestures, relentless hours, and a whole lot of good karma. This is clinical, surgical, militant. Even when they don't want to compete anymore, you find someone to challenge every single time, even if that someone is yourself. It's not luck, my good friends. It's certain destiny. Ladies and gentlemen, it is our honor to present the artist of the decade to the leader of our family, Drake. Thank you very, 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 very much. That, uh, that, video was, um, that video was really full of a lot of confidence and bravado, but uh, you know, the truth is I'm really bad at, at taking compliments. You know, I'm, uh, thank you. <laughs> I'll take that one though, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm really, um, really self-conscious about my music and um, even if I do a good job, I always wonder, you know, how I could have done it better. I rarely celebrate anything. And um, just for anyone watching this that's wondering how this happened, you know, that's really the answer. It's, um, it's being so unsure how you're getting it done that you just, you just kind of keep going in the hopes of figuring out the formula. Um, 
feeling so lucky and blessed that the fear of losing it keeps you up at night. I didn't really write a grandiose speech about how to make it work or what it took, because, you know, to be really honest with you, I, I, don't, I don't quite understand it myself, but uh, <laughs> um, I just know... <laughs> I just know that I've, uh, I know that I've spent an incalculable amount of hours trying to analyze all the things I did wrong, but tonight, for once, I'm sure as hell we did something right. So. <laughs> I want to, I want to dedicate this award to my friends. I want to uh, dedicate this award to my longtime collaborators. <laughs> I want to dedicate this award to all my peers. Uh, all of your decisions and the music you make really does have me tossing and turning at night trying to figure out what I should do next. So thank you um, to my beautiful family. And hey, wait, 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 wait. And to you. I want to dedicate this award to you. <laughs> Keep watching as we've got performances from Duran Duran, Bad Bunny. Maui, my beloved baby daddy, please shoot all these fools. Our cyborg kids want to update their software. Beep beep bebop. I'm a robot, baby. Allah sent me here to destroy humanity. I love you. Allahu Akbar, bitches. From the slow chicken. Do you know how I switch? Do you know how my veins burn? No. The insides of my body, of my bones, they are burning. I need air. And there's no fans, no aircons. We have a big aircon and now it's gone. You made that not work. Thank God we have that. But now it's your fault, Eskom. Your fault. Thank goodness, um, those things even exist. Yeah, how? This is very wrong. You know what, Eskom? You should change your lives and become something else. All the people who are working for electricity, no, you'll have the wrong job. You'll have the wrong job. So change your jobs, change your lives, and get new money somewhere else. Thank you, Eskom. I, ha I have heard enough. You all can stop with this electricity. No. Goodbye. Goodbye, fam.